Welcome. Welcome. The show you're about to listen to is part of the Hopped Up Network's growing family of craft beer podcasts in the U.S. and Canada. Find this show and others like it at hoppedupnetwork.com, the spot for informative and entertaining craft beer podcasts. is the work with Mike, Pete, and Steve, GovsRadio.com. Wow, we have a full house tonight. It's probably the most mics I've ever used, making me a little nervous tonight. But you know what? I can handle it. They've only been doing this a little bit. Uh, tonight, we are live on GovsRadio.com. We are live on Facebook, and we are live on YouTube. Go over to the Govs Comedy Club channel. This seat is also really messing with my head, just so you, just so you guys know. This is really... <laughs> I, I don't like I it. didn't put this here. It was here when we got here, and I'm not feeling quite comfortable yet. But tonight, we have some very special guests for you. Before we get to them, we have some sponsors that help us out. And those sponsors start with Rosie's Draft Solutions. Steve, take it away, buddy. Right. Rosie's Draft Solutions is a Long Island family-owned business that provides professional draft beer system services, line cleanings and maintenance, draft beer line system installs, event dispensing solutions, and more. They are passionate about craft beer and making sure it has the same quality as when it left the brewery. And that is only done by making sure those draft system lines are perfectly clean. Uh, Rosie services bars, restaurants, halls, events, and all other beverage establishments, including home kegerator systems. They service the likes of W.A. Meadworks, 1940s Brewing, Blue Point Brewing, Darling, Marich's Field, Hopwinds, and of course our good buddies over at Hopscotch Batters. Hopscotch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just to name a few. Uh, you can reach Rosie's at rosiesdraftsolutions at gmail.com or give them a call 631-219-2075 Monday through Sunday, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Mention the work, get a little discount, maybe even get a you know a little, little rubbing, pinch and a tickle, little pinch and a tickle on yeah, the uh, sure. rubber tuck, you know. That's it, Cole. We'll Nick over at Rosie's there. Draft Solution. Go to rosiesdraftsolutions.com. Get your discount today. Mention the work and receive a little discount, as Stephen just said. Next, we have our buddy, beer maker, beer maker, buddy, beer maker, multiple buddies. Your at home countertop all grain brewing system. Uh, you want to drink uh, Mexican lagers in the middle of winter? Do it. Brew your own. Wow. You want to be a basic bitch and brew a pumpkin beer? Yes. Do it. Marzins for October. Mm. Who knew? Uh, it's a thing. The, it's, it's, a thing. it's a thing. It's a thing. The, uh, the uh, home brewer of the year, uh, the gold medal, was uh, made on a beer maker this year. Uh, it's awesome. Works off an app uh, for iOS and Android. Uh, it's fun. There's no cleaning. All the parts of dishwasher safe. Mm. 
Beer Maker. Mention promo code the work for a discount. B E E R M K R. And get a percentage off your hardware or your maker kit. So go yeah, to beermaker.com. We also tonight are sponsored by Brewbag. Brewbag for your beer pong Love cornhole. It. We're going to have it over at the Blue Point Cast Festival. We'll be broadcasting. Yay. I'm not so sure we're going to be live, though. I'm not sure how good the Wi Fi is in the outdoor <laughs> area. <laughs> but we will record it all and we will air it live like it's live at one point or other. So, Brewbag. Uh, go to brewbag.com or visit our link tree on our Instagram page for your special promo page that you can buy your beer bag brew for bag. 10% off. Go to brewbag.com and use promo code THEWORT. We also sponsored by Vintage Beer Shirt Club.com. Vintage Beer Shirt Club.com for your Vintage Beer Shirt monthly subscription. Type in THEWORT for your monthly discount on your monthly subscription. And we are finally also sponsored by Brewers Hardware. Brewers Hardware. For your large capacity and small capacity needs, go to brewershardware.com. And uh, he helps us uh, supply some gifts that we give back to the brewers for being guests on our show. So thank you very much to all of our sponsors. Yes, yes, yes. And tonight, well, before we begin, just so everyone knows, before I about to unleash everyone that's here tonight, you can give us a phone call. It's right there at the bottom, right there down there somewhere, 516-465-3990, First. Let me introduce you to our primary guest. We'll start with that. How about that? Sounds good. Does it, I like it. Well, you're really not giving me much support there. It's just like, wow. well, I mean, it's like, yeah, kind of. It's Mark from Garbage Point. What's up, Mark? Mark. All right. And then yeah. also, wait, 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 wait. It doesn't stop there. Just wait till we show you this casting couch. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here it is. Are you ready? Here we go. Boom. We got John. We have, oh, I got to turn the mics as I'm doing it. It's John. John's up. Oh, hey. We got Ben and we got Kevin, Ben and Kevin from Garby's and John. John, you may know John from a little brewery called Dubco. John's here because there's so many freaking things going on. Collaboration time, all sorts of fun stuff. We thought we'd just bring in everybody tonight and have a great time. So thanks a lot for joining us again. Give us a call 516-465-3990, 516-465-3990. And of course, we're live on Govs Radio, Facebook and YouTube. Hi, guys. What's up? Hi there. <laughs> Good evening. Sorry, it takes a little while to get going, and as you can see, with the craziness to begin with the show and everything that's going on, it really Plus does these take... new chairs. The, it really, really, no, it really is <laughs> the chairs. My chair is nice. <laughs> I liked our chairs. I'm just, I'm, it's, it's a little much. Brewers don't really get to sit a lot. So. But no, <laughs> that's why anything they, they you just have ran to that bucket, couch. You have a bucket. You have anything. That's good enough. This would be grain bale. Yeah. Oh, grain oh. especially. Ooh, you know grain. what? That pallet looks really soft today. <laughs> I'm going to take a nice little uh, little snooze. I don't want to lose. Uh, so where do we want to begin? I mean, this is this is up for grabs. Uh, yeah. This is so much to go on. We have so much coming up. It's a hell of a month, like I said, for festivals, for collaborations, for all this stuff that's happening in and around the Long Island beer scene. Uh, I guess we'll start with Mark. Primary guest, as I said, it's a nice way to say you're 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 the man tonight, buddy. Yeah. All right, well, and we're going to get seat. started. I really want to ask you a lot of questions because I've been to the brewery several times. Love the nice. experience. Love the beer. Uh, you guys are a name on Long Island that stands out on the shelf. People know it. People have heard of you. Maybe not everyone has taken the trip up like they should have. Uh, give us a little uh, background of you and how this all kind of came to be. Uh, well, it was uh, a lot. beer. Yeah, <laughs> beer. I was going to say the first thing we should start with is cracking a beer. No, hey, 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 hey. See, no. That's why, yeah, that's why they I got invited. You, see, that's how the, yeah, you know, we've had some trouble with that lately. <laughs> Just the, the, the getting yes. going part of, of what are we going to be doing? Well, so I'll get into a little bit about how Ben and I started the brewery. Um, 2015 is the official date that we 
uh, incorporated. Really? I thought it seems so much longer. Yeah. yeah. It really does. It seems like a lifetime already, but, you know, at this point, we got we got a lot of uh, the, you know, beginning stages of the brewery out of the way. We continuously developed our recipes and upgraded our equipment year over year. Um, ben and I have been best friends for about 20 years. There you go. And we um, grew up together in Glen Cove, uh, where we started the brewery. We used to cause trouble in the town, you know, going down to the movie theater, <laughs> throwing snowballs at cars. And, um, yeah, it was uh, basically a place where we always knew if we want, if we were going to start a brewery, it would be in our hometown. Yeah. Um, it's also on the North Shore of Long Island, where you don't see a lot of the majority of breweries popping up on Long Island. So... There you go. Wet that whistle, brother. <laughs> that was, like, uh, Wet that whistle. That was one Sand City, Harborhead, and uh, your neighbors, uh, Noble Savage, would probably be. Yeah, there. Noble Savage is 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 kind of new, and then Oyster Bay has been there for quite right. some time. Old Tappan. Um, oh yeah, I forgot about uh, Old Tappan. Right. The last couple of years. You haven't been to Lloyd Harbor Brewing. That's <laughs> on the New York State uh, app, but yet probably never existed at one point or other. Yeah. <laughs> Go, that's the appropriate John, thing. Yeah, John's looking at me like I'm yeah, crazy. Yes, Go on to the... Uh, to me. You're correct. Think New York, drink New York app. <laughs> Is it like a campsite? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's on the Lloyd Harbor, so it's, if you go around past the uh, Arboretum or whatever that, that trail some is... some rich guy's basement. It probably is. <laughs> he probably paid enough money to the Brewers Association to put his own little homebrew probably on the map. And well, it is a thing that you can get stamped and visit. Get the hell out of here. I swear to God. I'm so interested in just going over there and figuring dungeon. out... Just knock on doors, be like, are you Lloyd Harbor Brewing Company? See, I feel like this is beginning to a horror film. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> it's it's so strange, though, to have that there, and no one's heard of it, no one's known about it. Like, at least something like um, Shelter Island. You've seen something, or you heard something, there's something out there. Nothing on Lloyd Harbor Brewing Company. So I have no idea what to expect from, if at all, you ever find a beer from there. But it's there. It's on the map. So if you ever look at it, if anyone's looking on it going, hmm, what is this Lloyd Harbor Brewing Company? It's not new. It's been on there since the app came out. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's an OG triple They've been around for a while, yeah. yeah a little bit. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Glen Cove. I mean, you grew up there, so obviously that's why you wanted to put roots down there. What um, What were the hardships of finding a place up there? I feel like it's a it's a constantly under construction area. The whole town is seems yeah. like always under construction. Mm. I know you probably didn't see that immediately, but you're thinking big things are going to happen. What was what was the draw of having that location? Well, the area where, where we're at, Garvey's Point Brewery, or Garvey's Point, where the brewery is, it's basically uh, had a looming development plan for several, <laughs> several years. I like the word looming. <laughs> but we never thought it would come to, to fruition, and Ben and I decided, you know, at one point there was cheap warehouse space. It was a dilapidated building. We had been looking for a little while. We started to acquire brewing equipment, put it into Ben's parents' garage, my garage. So... Basically, we were just as everybody does. We knew as, it was, as one does, right? Steve did until it, you, you called a, a, a beer garage. So and then turned into barrage. Yeah, beer shed, beer shed. Over the course of time, we we compiled like over the course of a, several years, we compiled pretty much a brewery, uh, all used equipment, driving to Pennsylvania to pick up a keg washer. You know, try, trying to get the best deal and the best quality equipment we could find. Uh, was there something segment. online? Like, was there like a, a Facebook group or yes. at that point a MySpace account yeah, that so you could <laughs> Tom selling MySpace. Tom selling his, uh, his keg washer? So yeah, Pro Brewer Classifieds. Yeah, Pro Brewer Classifieds. Yeah. I, I would refresh that page every hour. Really? Jump on it uh, at while I was but at there's, work. But there's stuff posted like that rapidly? 
Yeah, I mean, and when it posts, you better contact the person and, and put down a deposit. Wow. And honestly, in the brewing industry, people are very honest. They'll, they'll tell you straight up front. So I've never had an issue of buying and selling equipment with, right. with people that are reputable and have breweries across the country. What is that, that website that was infamous for the classified ads? What am I... Um, uh, Craigslist. That's it. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, I'm don't, sure Craigslist. Don't go on Craigslist. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is not reputable, and they will fucking take you for everything yeah. you're worth. <laughs> you will wake up, your house will be gone. Or That's Alibaba. Fifty. Alibaba. Oh my God! Yes, <laughs> Alibaba. Fifty gallon water ton, fifty bucks. You're like, yes, <laughs> I've hit the mother load. Shit. Yes. That will never show up. No. <laughs> yes, we'll deliver it. Just Ten dollar photos. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they're like miniature replicas, and you can only put an ounce or two in there. Oh no, it's just some <laughs> barrel that was found on the side of the road. <laughs> I was in front of TJ Finley's, and he stole it. <laughs> <laughs> they would, they would. <laughs> it was just all wood, just, it's just wood. all wood just put pallets. together. Yeah. It's, it's a like, box. Yeah, it's a wooden box. Nice. Uh, Mark, so you guys, uh, you know, looking for that space that you had, you said it was a dilapidated. How much work did you have to put into that that ton. space to get it done? A ton of work. Uh, when I brought Ben down to the building, um, the, the doorknob fell off in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I go, Ben, we found the spot. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, yes, we're home. Goes, I knew sh- the moment I saw it as well. That was the spot, though. You're like, it, we're homeboys. It was super reminiscent of the college brewery that I had in my town in California called Hangar 24. It's an old airplane hangar where people would come on Saturday and Sunday, bring their muscle cars, their family, friends, hmm. get together. They used all the local produce out back from the orange groves, the citrus. Their uh, flagship beer was an orange wheat. So we're living in the town in Redlands, California, and then also go, uh, frequenting the brewery. It was always something that I admired and wanted to be a part of. Um, and when I moved back to New York, Ben had been brewing for, uh, quite some time and looking to uh, brew professionally. So we kind of put our heads together mm-hmm. and started making some beers that, you know, we, we didn't find red- readily available on the shelf, uh, at that point in time, back in 2015. And some give me an example. What do you, like, what kind of styles were were kind of things you wanted to do, but you knew it wasn't going to be. They were a little be. leading towards the West Coast side at that okay. time, but you know we were you know uh, kind of tailoring the bitterness to the point where it was developing towards an East Coast sort of thing. You know, okay. before you know hazies in New England's really had fully become a thing, but you know just kind of you know working on fresh, smooth, really delicious, you know, uh, easy drinking IPAs. Yeah, you know, so double point. double IPAs that are you know a lot of aroma, smooth bitterness, um, different yeasts. Uh, to accentuate the different styles and hops. So double IPAs, IPAs, um, and it evolves over time. Sours were a big thing when we started. We we yeah. did a, sours a million different ways. really hasn't gone away either, but you're known for some of your sour beers. Yeah, at one, one point, I, you know, in my home brewing, that was kind of just all I wanted to drink and all I wanted to brew for at least, like, <laughs> you know, about a year. So that was where a lot of my focus went, you know. And, yeah. Um, and it took, you know, maybe a few months before me and Mark decided that we were willing to take the jump, you know, and to, you know, bring lactobacillus into the brewery and, uh, <laughs> you know, and messing around that with it. evil, evil thing. <laughs> but but we're, we're glad that we did because it was very well, re- you know, received immediately. And, uh, and you know, the whole series, I think, speaks for itself now. So. Guys, give yes. me the timeline. I mean, you got your equipment, you got your space. What, what was, from the moment of acquisition of the, the real, uh, real estate to the moment where you opened, how long was that, that journey? Quite some time. We cut a deal with the landlord that basically told them that if we don't get a special use permit from the city of Glencove, 
then the lease would be void. void. Now, what so, does that entail? What do they want from you? So basically, they want you to make a presentation in front of the city, like a PowerPoint presentation. Basically, they really want... basically, you f- have to you have to show them that the waste waste is going to be discarded correctly. How much you're producing, um, traffic, parking, uh, seating layout, you know, uh, exit doors. All that Everything. This is yeah. this is what the building's gonna look like when we're done. Exactly. This is how many uh, people we think we're gonna cycle through in a day, and how many times someone's gonna flush the toilet. Or... Right. Well, <laughs> you can never you can never really know how many times somebody's gonna flush. Your toilet. I'm a two flush man myself. <laughs> I'm just saying. How, how many people are gonna get drunk, stumble across the street, fall in the water, oh, and yeah. uh, we're gonna have right. to save them? I mean, yeah. the courtesy. Well, you know, life life jackets on the edge for everybody. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's I, uh, I, I've been to the brewery a few times. I uh, like the area. Uh, I hope the road is finished finally because that's, <laughs> that's like a dirt road trying to get to you. Well, now it is. Yes. yes I, it took a long there. time. I, that's what I'm imagining is I got to get up there. And since COVID, I haven't been up there just because of, you know, things not being open and, and general just being uh, kind of stuck around the area as best we can. But for the most part, I mean, for what we see coming out of there, you guys have had a, a, a the direction you've, you've known what you want to do from day one. I know you talked about the sours. Was there also like a, a defining moment where you're like, this is going to be our, our niche. This is where we're going to go with this. Uh, n- not so much. Uh, I think that um, Mark, Mark always had an approach that we wanted to treat a lot. Our fermenters as our tap lines and have always a, you know, a very fair um, approachable, you know, nice variety of beers that could relate to everybody. We didn't want to be niche. We didn't want to have just one style or two that we did. And uh, kind of, you know, forced me to work on some styles of beer that, you know, I really <laughs> d- wasn't great in at home you brewing, go. you know, with the Kolsch's, the Pilsner's, you know, we were able to work on dark beers, uh, you know, definitely improved, you know, in part thanks to Steve and our <laughs> collaboration. But um, Comes in with his chocolate thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything gets a stir of chocolate. I, I think my thumb is still stained from... Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. It still right. smells like peanut butter. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we, we've always, you know, tried to keep a nice, you know, variety of beer that, you know, keeps, you know, everybody, uh, as many people as we can happy. Can't so. make everybody happy, but... You, no, you no. can't. You really when you can't. Go to a, when you go to an awesome craft beer bar, right, and you see one of your favorite breweries on tap, you don't care what style it Mm-mm. is. You know it's going to be good. So we always wanted to be that kind of brewery where if you see our name, it's on the board, get a drink. <laughs> like, you know, we, we put our heart and soul into it every hour of every day. And that's, you know, we wanted to see something out there that we couldn't we couldn't buy at the time. And, and it's just progressively evolved over time because we are the consumer. We choose how much hops go in, what yeast go in, uh, what types of malts we buy. So... We, nobody's telling us what to make, how to make it. It's just, you know, two friends putting their heads together with uh, the help of an awesome crew every day to make it happen. Now, I I know you got this. <laughs> it, it was a great cheers. <laughs> that was fucking that sweet. Up. You know what? Up, right? Bro, I got to isolate I was, that. No, I, was, I, was re- I was ready to go answer the door. I thought it was a doorbell. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I mean, on. I have a synthesized one. That was, that was well played, guys. Well done. That's nice. That's nice. But that that that's a good one. We're that was beautiful. Keep that one. Uh, I slate that. These nice Tiku glasses that yes. make that beautiful sound, <laughs> along with the beautiful beard. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> uh, from when you guys started, what, what kind of equipment were you guys working on when you first moved in there? I know you talked about evolving, and then how, what did you add? How have you come? Where where are we at now? 
So we started on a, a three and a half barrel. Uh, really a three barrel. Yeah, really a three barrel. Wow. We pushed we pushed it. <laughs> so it's uh, Portland Kettleworks, and they're out of Portland, Oregon. We bought it used from Urban Family. Um, I think they're still in Seattle, but um, we got it crated up and we installed a. Uh, was si- that a, fr- a freight shipment that yeah. they throw in a truck? Is that, that would be a long drive. Yeah, is that, uh, <laughs> you could have got a box truck and made a, a week of it. <laughs> well, we didn't. We didn't drive out for that one. Yeah. But other than that, it was basically just a burner tabletop setup, similar to what Steve started on, and uh, we got it uh, secondhand, so we could afford it at the time. And um, and play and brew every day. Yeah, well, that's what <laughs> you think it is until you start actually, you know, getting in. Like we, I would work uh, another job, show up after, and. We had to make it work regardless, and once we got it open, we didn't have enough money to start the tasting room. So wow. we started to just crank out double batches into our seven-barrel fermenters. We had five seven-barrels um, to start, and we would double batch into these. So 14 times we'd brew. They were all uni tanks, but we made sure to crash and, um, you know, trub dump and make sure the beer was, was good. We don't filter anything. We don't pasteurize anything, but... In the beginning, you know, there, there's a steep learning curve from going from five-gallon batches to three-and-a-half to seven to ten. Mm. And over over the course of time, uh, we we self-distributed all of our, our beer. Ben and I both work for a distributor called SKI. And we, oh. we, sold, we sold some of the best beer in the world uh, from Germany, Belgium, some of the Trappist breweries. And that really taught us a lot of the international styles as well as some of the best american craft beers that we could uh you know get our hands on and like founders bear republic stone and that really opened our eyes to uh what the international styles were doing what the american breweries were doing and at the time it wasn't what it is now so it's come you know it's eight nine ten years away you know so it's like that was one of the things that kind of turned most people on we'll get to those Special little questions later, we but got, we got a whole bunch of questions. A whole bunch of questions later, <laughs> but I mean that—that's kind of the, the things that, yeah, specifically, <laughs> um, that's kind of the things that turn most people on, or turn people around our age group into where we are today. Right. What What was the business end of that? Did you have a lot of dealings with kind of how that would translate into your brewery and your business model? Yeah. Oh well, we did the math. If that's what you're asking, <laughs> like we did the math on like how much we could make, right? How much we could sell, what and the profit what, was. Uh, what the cost would be to run yeah. it. Yep. There's no profit. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> for the first, nope. For the first five years, you're just continuously reinvesting in to grow it to the point sure. where you can actually uh, maintain. Uh, but you're never you're either growing. Or you're dying. So you have to... There ain't no third direction, as they say in Tommy. Yeah, so I mean... (laughs) But but there's a lot of circumstances. So, I mean, we don't like to swim upstream. I mean, if things happened and we just kind of went with the flow and if something didn't work out, we moved directions. And uh, you have to be flexible. You have to have, like, a backup plan. And uh, basically, we just uh, bootstrapped it. You know, painted the floors, painted the ceiling... um, did everything that we could possibly do on our own within the guidelines of the law <laughs> to, to make it happen. And it definitely helped that, you know, we had those connections through SKI, you know, and, uh, sure. it, you know, Mark having worked in Brooklyn myself, uh, you know, right here in Nassau, northern Nassau, Long Island. And, you know, and just, uh, you know, like he said, we didn't have, you know, the money for the tasting room at first. So 
you know, our first few batches came out, we're just sitting around with a bunch of kegs, and you know, <laughs> thankfully we knew. Where did it go? <laughs> thankfully, we kind of knew people that wanted to support us, and we were able to show up and be like, "Look, you know, we finally did this," and uh, they were very receptive, and you know, it was a good way to kind of roll out the product. Sure. With, with people that we had worked with before. I I I, I, I still remember uh, meeting you guys over at uh, the Long Island Classic. Oh, and at the time it was—I still think it was at Claire, um, at Martha Clara. Yeah, that was the awesome. And, I love the Martha. And, Clara. and I remember coming, hanging out with you guys, just you know, really, just meeting you, really, just trying your beers, and everything was—I'm like, wow, okay, these guys are, are doing a good job, which was what I always wanted from every brewery that opened up. I said to every single person. You want to open a brewery? Just brew goddamn good beer. <laughs> make make <laughs> fucking simple. make fucking Long Island a location that people want to come to. Fuck going to goddamn California, Portland, exactly ma- Boston. Come here, come oh. here, because we got great breweries. And you guys started off really great. I met your dad, yep. and we had such a great time that day. And I'm like, I started telling everybody, I'm like, you. And plus myself, I'm like, I got to get to the brewery. I got to see what you guys are doing over well, there. I was like, who's this guy coming behind the taps and pouring himself a beer? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what Steve always does. That's Steve. To this day. <laughs> um, you guys had a uh, hell of a time through this construction, this pandemic. Talk to us a little bit about how you guys were able to kind of sustain throughout. Well, uh, we basically knew that there was a big uh, pandemic on the horizon, we didn't know what that meant. Uh, every industry you could think of was affected. Every person in the world was affected. So we had to adapt or die. So we pretty much worked seven days a week. We put a plastic table in front of the front door, propped the door open. Kevin consistently delivered beers to every beverage essential business. That's what I was going to say. Thank God yeah. for essential businesses. <laughs> I'm Thank God for the Home D's, man. So essential. So they were. They were very essential. So we, we basically just canned everything. And it was very hard to procure cans at the time. But we had been canning for uh, enough uh, time that they knew that they could get us an allotment of cans. We'd have to prepay for them. But nobody was pouring draft. None of the bars yeah. were open. Yeah. yeah. So we just had to adapt and, and get through that tough time, but we never closed our doors one day. Were you guys doing home deliveries at all? Home deliveries? Yes. I was yeah. doing them after the day was done. <laughs> uh, locally, we, we put out a bunch of zip codes, just like a lot of other breweries, Dubco and Sand City and a lot of other breweries on Long Island, had to da- adapt and do what they had to do to make it through. And I think that that was the tr- kind of the turning point for us. A lot of times there was a lot of breweries out there and we didn't think anybody really knew about our beer or tried it. But I think because we continuously were putting out releases throughout the pandemic, people were sitting on their couch at home and they could go to their local Home D and pick it up. And it was fresh. We would promote it. And um, it was something new coming out where the whole world was shut down. I think a lot of people got access to it. And that's what we like to see is people getting access to our beer. They don't have to drive all the way out to the brewery. Um, and that's always been a big thing is we want the beer to, to hit people's mouths, whether they're in our tap room or not. Yeah. The, the idea though, of being able to distribute, did that seem overwhelming at that point? Like when you had to make that pivot point, did it feel like, oh, how are we going to do it? Now you guys also, you guys are also independent. You, you, you you self-distribute. We also came from a distribution standpoint, you know, having, you know, both worked at SKI together. So we knew the distribution, you know, kind of thing, you know, it was going to happen. Yeah. So 
you know, it's probably tough for a lot of breweries that don't understand it. And distribution kind of sucks, you know. I mean, yeah. losing kegs, tap handles. I mean, you know, it's a lot to go into it. But you know, Mark and I had a pretty good grasp on it, just having had worked the you know that part of the industry before. So and. Honestly, it's very tough. What you start working for the distributors. So like you're making beer and the amount of beer they demand and the prices they're willing to pay, uh, you know, it doesn't work in the small craft brewery model. Hmm. We cannot provide a quality product at a quality price, at a fair price, market price, yeah. uh, and go through distribution. So the only alternative is to do it your damn self and, you know, hopefully people you sell mo the majority of your beer out of your brewery, and then the rest can go to knowledgeable uh, beverage store owners that, you know, we have many, many, many of them on Long Island. Yeah. Kevin can talk to that. And, Absolutely. And Shout out to some guys in Lindenhurst. Yeah. Always, always some guys stuff. Sure. Stuff. Yep. Always yep. there. Mike does a great. I was just there this weekend. So Kevin, Kevin could mention a bunch of different places that were oh, sold. Man. In. I mean, uh, Universal Beverage is a great one here in Nassau. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Even just right down the block, Kegs and Cases now yep. is Beer right. Island, and even before Kegs and Cases, Eddie over there. Shout out to Eddie. He he did a great job, and now that new place that they put together there is like a beer haven. For did you see? It's the a, is that the smoke shop? Is that island? Yeah, they did a lot yeah. of different things. It's, like it's certainly not shop. just beer. Yeah, it's half yeah. smoke shop and half. This yeah. this Mert is like uh, Rick and Morty replaced yeah, on the wall. As they drove by recently, I'm like. What the fuck happened over there? Yeah, Holy yeah, shit. TV screens all lined out there. Yep. Huge wow. walk in there. They did a really, really good job. Uh -huh. That was a really good one. But, um, yeah, all the, all the way down, uh, Brightwater's Beverage, Ice Slip, the trio of uh, distributors, those guys. Shoreline. Bullseye, Shoreline, of course, mm. too. Uh, these guys all, you know, they're really, really passionate about what they're bringing in. They only yeah. want the, you know, the, the the local best of the best, and they and they certainly represent. And they seek it out. Do they come to you for like? Sure. They, they could be called. They're like, hey, so what, what's coming out? What can I start promoting? Always, I need, I need to have this. always. It's a it's a mixture of me doing my due diligence, making sure that I'm, they're being thought of every week, and 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 sometimes they beat me to the punch, and they'll just be <laughs> like, what's up? That's got? even better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's sure. even better when they beat you to the punch. Like, hey, I saw this is coming out. You put the fuck. I, I get like, where are you? I'm I need like, that. I'm outside. Come on, calm down. <laughs> Give me a second. <laughs> Jeez. Hello. I see him in there. I see him cased up. Come on. <laughs> put the racks on. We're good to go. I, uh, I I saw a bunch of stuff coming out uh, from from both Dubco and Garvey's. When I see that social media to me was was the key over the pandemic um, to keep that fresh, to keep that updated. People immediately, again, sitting at home doing nothing but just scrolling through their phone. And drinking. And drinking, yeah, which was me. Yes. Um, <laughs> that, that home delivery, that, that, like you said, the area codes popping up, those were the key points. Was there a model prior to this? Did you guys see anything uh, like during this that you could say, okay, uh, I see how they did it for this particular situation, and then they move forward? Anything that, that could have been learned from this at all? Or maybe how to do it better for next time if things oh, not, not a pandemic. God forbid. God forbid. I hush my mouth. Hush your mouth. Shut your mouth when you talk to me. You shush I it. mean, it, it really just comes down to uh, you never know what the world's gonna throw at you from day to day. You could have some you know, something catastrophe could happen. Uh, you always gotta be ready to for adapt. The yeah, ready to adapt, ready for the worst, but hope for the best. Well right. speaking of which too yeah. mm. so you guys are I remember several times talking to you guys, and you know you have this place, and then you wind up getting a, another, another unit, and then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, and we we got to get out. 
Right. And I'm like, wait, what? So, wait, so where, are we, where are we with this? Now? I remember being up there uh, two years ago, and I was talking to the bartender or beer tender, or whatever you want to call them, um, and they were talking about the wall had to come down, right? There was the wall on the uh, north side that was going that way, right? That you south want side. S- south side? I guess that's the north side. No, north side, yeah, yeah. North side. Up, towards the water, towards the apartments, all up, up that way. Well, is that you, the wall they came down? If, if you go no, down there no, right no, now, no. I mean, it's it, opposite. Okay, it's, it's absolutely amazing what they've been able to accomplish in such a short period of time. But we did have to live through the devastation of the construction. Right, we're the only kind of. Uh, freestanding business down there and the only reason why people would go down there in the beginning uh, but people continue to come even for the, uh, through the worst of the worst and uh, I, w- I was there the day when they dug up your whole fucking parking lot I, I, <laughs> I remember that and that I'm was like, the day we made the, the, the tusk, tusk. Yeah. yeah and I'm yeah. like alright I guess I'll park down the street but I'm like how the fuck are people gonna <laughs> no, come no, in here and, like, and they still showed up yes yeah. <laughs> and that's that was what I was getting at they just People still showed up. Yeah. They're like, yeah, all right. So the park lot's all dug up. We don't fucking care. <laughs> so <laughs> we're coming in. My car's still making noises from that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're referring to though is that we had opened up an event space in the back. That's yes. what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. yeah, And that, of course, we did that. We broke the wall down. We had this whole brand new like space that we were getting ready to utilize. Pandemic. Yeah, that, <laughs> it was before the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> so I remember. Okay. And we opened it up and pandemic. And pandemic. <laughs> But, you know, honestly, thank God we did that because at the end of the day, that was indoor seating that was yep. spaced out enough that yeah. we could actually see people six feet apart and and actually uh, have people in the brewery. So if we didn't do that in hindsight, it would have been a big problem. But we were, we were trying to do some sort of separate event space. So if somebody wanted to have a special event, uh, they could do that and we could host people in the tasting room as well. So I mean, outdoor space right now is key to, to most people's business models. Yeah. Restaurants. And that was one out. thing. And that was one thing that came, you know, from COVID. That was a positive. You for know, most, all, yeah. almost all the businesses yeah. at this point now are pretty much given the green light to just spill out into the street, backyard, wherever there's open space. Find a space and set up your business because they wanted to keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. What is uh, the, the next stage? So Steve said. Then you said, I'm, I'm, "We're out." What, what's going on? Tell, uh, tell us a little bit about that. Come on, big guy. <laughs> come on, I know some goods. Well, basically, we we're. You know, when I, when any area is getting developed, right, there there's a level of uncertainty. Whether, yep. you, uh, you know, we've already been there uh, for six years and we've invested a lot of money and time and, uh, you know, equity behind the name. And we always wanted to have a, a, a space down in Garvey's Point. So for three... And, and, and no, I could be wrong, but weren't all those apartments being sold with the... As a, hey, by the way, there's a brewery right yeah. downstairs you can fucking walk to. Yeah, so there's supposed to be a ferry terminal that brings people that to That was the other thing. Brooklyn. When we talked to Garvey's, uh, sorry, when we talked to uh, Noble Savage, that was one of the draws for him moving in there, was like the, the selling on the, hey, you're going to get New York City traffic, people well, living here. Terminal is there. Yeah, terminal, it, it is there. Terminal's there, development's there, walkways, waterfront, boat slips. It's very, very nice. And I and it just came to fruition probably in May of this year. So they pushed through just like everybody else through the pandemic. They provided a great uh, common use space for parks and playgrounds and preserves. And, and it came out fantastic. And we couldn't be happier with the end result. But there's still more construction to do. And, you know, what's the occupancy like, though? Occupancy is high because a lot of people moved out of Manhattan, uh, as you guys all yeah, know. Yeah. 
and they moved into these uh, these kind of they're they're not so affordable, but they're like all, <laughs> all, all relative relative to Manhattan though. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. relative to Manhattan, and they're all encompassing. So if you have a gym membership, if you you know want access to the pool, if you want to go kayaking. They got it all all the things you'd you'd need. Um, so there's not a lot of that on Long Island, and I've heard it's one of the largest residential uh, developments on the island. Yeah, hmm. uh, and they're continuing uh, with the construction. But we knew that our days were numbered, and after all this work and after all this time, if we wanted to, uh, you know, solidify a long term. Um, home in Garvey's Point as Garvey's Point Brewery, we had to make moves fast. So we decided to kind of uh, cut a deal with uh, whatever commercial real estate was available at the time. And when we did that, it was about three years ago, and we knew that we had to move fast and and negotiate and make sure that we could have a long-term facility um, in Garvey's Point. So, now, did you have a lease on the current one? Is that what the deal is? You running out on your lease, or was it a just a, a affordable? It can, it can only be extended. Smirk. I, I love the yeah. smirk. Like, you guess now? Well, I mean, basically, you you get a you start with a five year lease, right? Yeah. And then you you see where it goes, and over the course of time, you could extend the lease or you could choose to move on, but. Well, that wasn't an option in our case because the you know obviously real estate is very difficult people speculate and they Mm -hmm. try and uh buy up stuff that may be worth something in the near future so you know we weren't about to buy the building uh we're we're only 5500 square feet in a 65,000 square foot building yep but it's an industrial space and we have overhead doors rolling gates and um you know a lot of the industrial infrastructure was already there when it comes to three-phase power and industrial mm. water pressure and uh, drainage. All the check marks you need right. for a brewery. Yeah, right. just... to, produce, to produce a product. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and so we started this journey before the pandemic where, you know, expanding the brewery into a new facility long-term with a long-term lease. You know, everything went to hell in a handbag. And uh, <laughs> then we... Then we decided that we were going to put it on pause luckily we were, we it was we were supposed to sign the lease on March 19th and the pandemic happened on yep. March 16th yep so that's another thing where I'm talking about we don't swim upstream things just happen <laughs> yeah. and like I don't know Ben's probably got a lucky uh, rabbit's foot in his pocket. It's <laughs> almost like everything happens for a that's, reason, you know. That's called the boner, by the way. <laughs> it's, it's not a lucky no. rabbit's foot. No. It's, it's just. Or as Steve said, on he our keeps collab. telling you to rub the rabbit's foot, <laughs> but just <laughs> rub it. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Why is it so furry? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> On. It's been a while. So so yeah, we put it on hold, and then um, over the course of time, where there was a, uh, I think it was Labor Day, or yeah, it was, it was Labor Day. We decided that you know if we're gonna do this, we gotta pull the trigger, and we gotta start construction now. So. We were able to do that, and um, but where? Where are you going? Oh. What are you doing? <laughs> so it's so it's a seventy five hundred square foot facility, two thousand right? oh, wow. square feet more. Yep, nice. and it's right in Garvey, Garvey's Point. It's in Garvey's. Yep. So you haven't even moved like out of town. Yeah, it's still in freestanding building. Yeah, it's it's half a mile from where we are. Yeah. <laughs> Forklift will drive everything over in one shot. Like yeah. it. <laughs> and, and it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. We got we have like a brand new brewery planned. Um, it's gonna be a twenty barrel brew house. We're getting it uh, custom made from nice. Agile Stainless in Portland, Oregon. Ooh, shout um, out to 
and they're you know really good people they kind of started their company just like us uh, very interesting story if you ever want to look into it um they work with uh, grim on their initial williamsburg brewery oh really that's how we found found them and uh I thought, they were the company that bailed out grim and barry yes when, and uh, i was just that's right. what i was just going to say because i remember though both barry and them basically got screwed yeah and and yeah. everything wasn't finished mm-hmm. and i was I, I didn't realize they were the company that came in and helped finish at, at the new them. location yeah, so, yeah, so the John, greenhouse or whatever it is, the green green something. Well, John from Agile Stainless, we used to work for Metalcraft. And Metalcraft was a company that went out of business, yep. took big deposits from all these reputable breweries uh, on the East Coast. And fucked everybody. And, and so, so basically <laughs> he said, you know, can you finish my brewing equipment? And he couldn't finish everybody's brewing equipment, but he decided to fly out there, rent a warehouse, go in the, in the dead of night, pull the tanks out that were half finished, finish the job, and delivered them to his Williamsburg brewery. And now he's he's done a, a lot of different projects to date. And they are making some of the some of the best equipment that we we see in the market for the best prices. And um, they had reached out to us when we were uh, you know promoting the new uh, expansion and we decided to work with them. So I think that uh, it's gonna be a really nice system that's not as automated as many are out there because Ben and I want to be able to manipulate uh, this the system to be able to brew some of the different beers that the subtleties that, that put your own fingerprint on yes. the entire style. Yeah, yeah. so uh, it's actually you're still brewing. Yes, <laughs> that's what I always say. You're, I, you're actually still brewing. You're not, you know. P- Pushing buttons and like, oh, you okay, mean the, the, the spent green is going through the auger and going, you know, it's... I'm an old soul. I still use a hydrometer. Yeah, there you go, brother. There you go. Same. Yeah. The, uh, the, it's not like a beer maker at brewery size? Yes. <laughs> you just check but it on your app? I, I still, I'll never forget, uh, we, we were just opening up Barrage and we went to Sly Fox. We were picking up kegs from them. Mm-hmm. They they were also part of, or owners of G-Mocker. Which which makes or or sells kegs. So while we're there, we, we we meet the owner and he's like, "Hey, what are you guys doing right now?" It's like eight thirty in the morning. Did he ask you to push a button? You want to push a button? <laughs> Was the button yeah. in his pants? Well, well <laughs> <laughs> Did he's called a rabbit. No, foot? he called it rabbit. <laughs> <foot>. Yes. <laughs> Man, that's rabbit. How that's instant throwback. <laughs> it just goes back and forth. It's I wish amazing. I realized this in college. I yeah, right. You could have so used that so off. many times. Is that you? Use it's that? lucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, sir. Yeah. Touche. So yeah, so I'm there, and and we we go down, and he brings us to the brewery, and and we walk into an office, and I'm like, and he's just screens, your old touch screen, and I'm like, he's like, oh yeah, we started brewing at two in the morning. Yeah. Uh, the brewer showed up at six. <laughs> I'm like, what? And then everything gets pre-milled in advance. Hoppers everywhere. At the same time, the, the canning line's going, and that started up by itself, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, Alexa, and, start and, the canning line. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I'm like, what okay. the fuck? <laughs> I mean, underneath all the green, uh, they had uh, five different, um, a five-vessel system, and it, it was, I was like, who's brewing? Like, you ever had brew, but who the fuck is actually brewing, you know? Anybody could push buttons. You could just program it. Hmm, and I, I and I found that so disturbing, um, just just for the reason of that's for me that's not really brewing. They it's, have a sloth in there. It's just a sloth. So <laughs> like, 
But the best the best part was afterwards. Well, we we hang we're hanging out for a few minutes. He's like, "Oh, you want to really see what we're really into?" I'm like, uh, "Okay." He takes me across the street <laughs> to, to a winery. They're playing, He's like, they're playing Tron. <laughs> oh no, no, to a distillery. Oh, there you go. And they were using their mash and everything that they were getting, and they were using over in the distillery. And at nine oh five in the morning, I'm drinking whiskey. Yeah, and Jan, As one does. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, where is the diner? Because I'm going to die in a few minutes. <laughs> but, but yeah, there, there are so many breweries like that. Everything's just automated. Just fully automated. I know. We're talking about like they, they're portioning out the hops. They know their recipe. And they everything have is automatic, dropped in. automatic dosing. I, I, That's what I'm I, saying. I, it, yes. I guess it, it makes sense if you do like large batches of the same, you know, right. three or four beers. But if you want to be able to brew a lot of different things and, you know, switch gears often, something like that doesn't really work for you, I imagine. No. <laughs> no. No. Like some of the stouts we have have 12 different uh, malts in them. I mean, we, we the way we want to make the beer is basically when we look at other breweries and look at other beers, like Ben has always looked at a lot of different uh, clone recipes, right? And for me, I've always looked at certain breweries as being some of the best, making the best styles, right? So our one of our flagship beers is Primal Pale Ale, right? We we've canned it a few times during the pandemic and like a that's bur- always number one in the tap list. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. Pale Ale. So it's a, it was in the brown bag series because we couldn't afford to do a label and we just decided to put everything it on the fly. Yeah. So uh, it's one, works. Adapt or die. One yeah. of the most <laughs> one of the most popular beers that we make uh, is the Primal Pale Ale, and we, Ben and I always say it's kind of a cross between a Sierra Nevada. It's not as bitter as a Sierra Nevada, but it's not as beefy as a Dale's Pale Ale. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah right in the middle. So like we always look at kind of like our favorite beers out there and we select some of the hops, some of the yeast, some of the malts, and then we put our own twist on it and we kind of make beers that we take from a lot of different inspirations and make it uniquely Garvey's point. Um, now, have has anybody said to you, why do you have so many fucking different malts in your, your beer? <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I don't I, think I've ever gotten that. Question. I've got, I've gotten that, and I'm like, because I want to. Yeah, because yeah. I can. Well, because dark, I can. D- dark beers, you know, definitely benefit from that. Near the king, you were the king of them. <laughs> oh, you are the king of them. So, oh, wait, yeah. no, what was I? What was I called this past week? The old chocolate finger. Who called? Somebody called me the <laughs> legend. I was like the legend. I sound like I'm fucking hundred years old. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great movie in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. The legend was. Uh-huh. Hey, you know what? You need a, a walker. <laughs> no, 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 no. I got to have like. Snakehead canes, no, on, and, <laughs> and off the cane are spent grain bags. That's colostomy. I, I will, I will, <laughs> well, that's not spent grain. It's colostomy. I will say though, you know, collabing with Steve on the the Tusk Till Dawn um, definitely, you know, gave me good insight in how to make dark beers. I think that he really, you know, had has an awesome way with them, and uh, you know, I picked up a few things from him that I think have I certainly it, improved my dark beer brewing. So. Well, let's let's crack that because I want to talk about this. this is one of the collabs that I started off the show talking about is a plenty of collabs out there and you guys did this uh the one that I got from Steve I actually kept I'm a weirdo uh yeah, like fanboy of, of yeah <laughs> a weirdo fanboy of barrage and I've kept every potential I've kept one of every beer he's brewed and that was one of the more recent ones besides Manhands from San City. So this uh is a collab between you and Garvey's. This is a peanut butter porter. 
It's a chocolate peanut butter imperial mm-hmm. milk stout. Milk stout, sorry. I could smell the peanut butter right now. Bro, yeah. It's <laughs> still it's still right yeah, there. It, I feel nice. like Steve, you just love milk stouts. Is that is that safe to say? I like dark beer. No, I know you did. I, like I like dark, dark beer. beer. I, I like turtles. Dark beer. Oh. I, I like turtles. Oh. I like turtles. Why not throw a bag of lactose? Into yeah. It, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> I uh, I I was it's sad. It's actually our only collaboration to date. It is right because yep. you still? guys. We're on an island up there. Thank you. We're <laughs> we're so busy. Trying, <laughs> you are trying yeah. to t- chase our own tails every day yeah. that like we don't have time. To- How'd you fit that into the schedule? Well, Steve is an easy kind of guy. Yeah. Know? Well, he's not doing shit. He'll so, do- <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I am basically a brew whore. Except this every two weeks. And other than that, I mean, like he's no, pretty but, much open and free. No, but he's always been one of the people that we really. Uh, admired and kind of we're friends with in the industry. A lot of other breweries are kind of a um, bunch of dicks, up. right? They, well, <laughs> they're busy. Well, they're, no, busy. They, they're busy. They Steve's not busy anymore. So. <laughs> Steve but, is the beer whore. But I mean, honestly, with a collaboration, a lot of a lot of times nowadays, people just send them Oof, the recipe, uh, they make the beer, and they don't really get together and and plan it out. I remember the day that Steve came out, we sat down with a pen, a pad, and a pencil, and and kind yes. of discussed between the two of us what we were going to do. He took some of our ideas, we took some of his ideas, and we made them, made something better than we individually could have made. And that's the way it should All he not. said is, I'm brewing a dark beer. Where the fuck is the peanut butter powder? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Just no. show me in the brewery with the peanut butter it was, powder. It was, it was interesting that actually our grain bills that we put together were actually pretty yes. damn Ooh. similar to the end. Uh, you know what I mean? They really were. Yeah. And And... The first time we did it, you know, it, we really thought about everything. And so then uh, COVID hits and and they reach out again. He's like, we, we want to do this again. You know, and of course, what the fuck happens? Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, maybe don't show up because two of our staff members uh, come in contact oh, with COVID. No. And, it happens. And, and, and I was just like, well, I don't I know I don't have to be there. I would love to be there. Um, but the recipe is the recipe, and I and I know you guys can do a great job. Yeah. And actually, the second iteration came out even even more closer peanut- to what we thought it would yeah, be. Absolutely. More peanut buttery. Well, you yeah. always have to tweak it a little bit. Like yeah, once it once it hits the tanks and it hits the the can. There's all, every time we kind of have some idea. And of, the second time with well, the we, flavoring. We, we actually. had worked with two different. It was yes. Olive Nation versus the other uh, different monster. Uh, dif- different uh, flavorings. Flavorings. Okay. Had, um, and the first one we we had to use what we had to use, uh, and it just it it just ate up everything. And and as John found out <laughs> <laughs> from from us doing Tribal Cow, uh, John and Chris actually really really questioned me about. Are you sure we're using the right amount of flavor? Because uh, <laughs> this seems like a really large amount. For the record, when we were at when we were taking care of all the flavoring, I admitted I was wrong. <laughs> I, I am, thank you, sir. Takes a big man. I can admit a big where man. I'm wrong. Um, and it made very you know very much sense to use what we at the quantities that we did. When you sit man, back and look at good. the the different very roasted malts that that steve used in that recipe um that also bring that beer gave me so much anxiety yeah. <laughs> ben break this down for me because i want to i want to hear we, we hear about steve enough <laughs> we hear from steve enough give, give us your your steve angle sucks. your yeah <laughs> steve's questions will come up later what uh what, what went into the process of tustle dawn 
Um, like I, like Mark said already, you know, we sat down one day just at the bar having a few beers, you know, just uh, kind of like, you know, analyzing grain bills together, you know, the pen and paper. And it was just funny that me and Steve kind of put together what was almost an identical grain bill. You know, we looked at it and it was just very, very small, you know, um, you know, differences that we just kind of put together to make it our own. And then, um... Really, I think that where the magic happened was was just kind of like, you know, these flavorings and the ways that Steve has in flavoring stouts, you know, and uh, I'm, as John just said, and he doubled it himself, you know, and I was kind of like, what what are we putting into this beer? But, <laughs> <laughs> but it came out great. But you, you'd open these packages and smell it and just like, oh, yes, yeah, so, you know, definitely. Is that, something that, is that something you brought to the table, Steve? The package, the little tiny packages? I think that, I think that's oh. what made it barrage. Yeah, you know, now. yeah. That, that's what no, made the beer dude. barrage. You talking to my wife? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the little, the tiny, little tiny package. Yeah, she emailed me about a, bir- a birthday gift next Great. year, and I'm like, you got to get a bigger package. You gotta you gotta bigger. Bigger. <laughs> it's got to be bigger, bigger, bigger. What was the uh, what was the grain bill? What was some of the, the highlights of this? That uh, really kind definitely of starting up? with a base of Maris Otter. You know, yes. really, really nice English pale malt. Um, you know, layering the crystal malts, layering the roasted malts. Uh, Steve, you know, kind of threw in the idea of the pale chocolate. I've never worked with that before. And uh, mm. I thought that that was a really nice, you know, nice addition. Um, I, di- I did that to John too. <laughs> they were <laughs> they were they were scampering around for no, no. pale chocolate. Well, I mean, I've used pale chocolate before at Oyster Bay. Oh. We didn't this time because we couldn't f- we couldn't find, find it anywhere. It. Thomas yep. So I said, Thomas "Well, Fawcett. no, I know," and and it kills me because I love that malt. So not being able to use it, I was like, "Well, we're just using a full bag of regular chocolate. Yeah. We're just going with it." So here we are. Could you split like just a pale and then chocolate and then just I mean, there's several different things. Together? There are I, several different things you could do, but that that pale chocolate, it's. I don't think you can replicate it without it. Yeah, you know? without. Oh it. yeah, because it's not fully roasted. You know, it doesn't add that full I, bitterness. It's kind of in the middle. You know, you know For, what mm. it is? It's the cocoa crispies. <laughs> not, I, it really is. <laughs> That's, I used to. Okay, so Pete's looking at me like a crazy person. <laughs> no, we we've, we've so, heard well, because so, right, so on. one of the things I love about, about me, how was, everybody's palate is different. For right? me, it was honey smacks. Fair. Oh. It was real, right uh, in that honey smack. No, wait so a second. That's, the, that's Reese's Blonde Roast Oat Milk for me. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You sure that wasn't the uh, Honey Krolsch with the WA Meatworks? Mm. Now, hey. That's just a beer we just... Maybe. That's a beer we brew for us, and other people seem to like it, so we just get the, keep getting to do it. Yeah. So I call that a win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, everybody... You know, with everybody's palate <laughs> is so different. You know, so you have somebody like Billy Powell, you know, Nightmare and whatnot, yeah. who will... Go, oh, this has got, you know, Asian pears and this other thing. I'm like, that tastes like a Fruit Loop. You know, or that tastes like, you know, things from my childhood. Sorry, Billy. You know, like, no, but it, but it's, it's just interesting how everybody's palate disseminates something different. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like the first time we did our abusive stout that was bourbon barrel aged, I'm now, I'm carving this beer and it's running through the ZOM and I went, what the hell? And everybody's looking at me. I'm like, I'll be right back. They're like, what? I'm like, I go to the supermarket. I get in my car, I run down the stop and shop like three blocks away from the brewery and I buy a box of yodels because that's what it smelled like to me. And Mm. I went, smell this, now eat that. And they're like, what? I'm like, trust me. And that's what he always says to all his girlfriends. (laughs) Trust me, I'm a professional. Trust me, I'm a professional. Smell this, eat that. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was going with. Oh, yeah. I walked right into that. Yes, you did, sir. Like at full speed, there's a John-shaped hole in the wall. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Actually, in in your book that you wrote, isn't that like one of the the poems? It's like, trust me, I'm a professional. Eat that. Smell that. uh, Smell this. Eat that. Smell this. Eat that. I like it. That should the so, name of the title of the so book. So finish the yodel story. So yeah. Yes. <laughs> but so so now here I'm back the at the brewery. 
with a box of yodels. The first time I'm having a yodel at this point in probably 20 years. Mm. Yeah. And, you uh, ate the whole fucking box, didn't you? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I got to go back to the supermarket. <laughs> another box of yodels. No, no. Actually, the, pro- the problem with snack food in the brewery is uh, little dubbies. Mm. Ah. Well, we know. Shh, don't. Wait, oh, wait, I can't say that. Dubbies. Dubbies. I'm sorry, just dubbies. <laughs> yeah, just Careful dubbies. Now. Do you want to get sued? <laughs> or you call, them, <laughs> you call them diddle lubbies. Yeah, there you go. That's how you do it. That's how I've learned that. You just switch around the first uh, word, a letter of each word, and you got yourself a brand new thing, and everyone knows what it is. Yeah, dig old Bix. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Damn dig old Bix over there. He's got the right idea. He's got big lighters. I know exactly what you're talking about. Bet you do. Very good. Any any good beer is risky, you know? Not for nothing. That casting couch is really killing me. <laughs> They're getting into the mood. Big old bigs over here. Big old bigs on the casting couch. We're gonna rename it <laughs> the honorary big old bigs couch. Big old bigs couch. Get the neon sign of like the eggplant blowing. Don't get me started. I'll put it on every screen. <laughs> every screen will be on <laughs> the big old eggplant. But that's that's it. Anyway, I mean, what what Steve brought to what you guys were brewing, Ben? It, it was just this. This thing that that turn. I mean, the first iteration we had was delicious. This is the second, correct? This is yes. That, yes. that second turn. Yes. So I feel like for me, and, and again, going back to individual palates, it's a lot more peanut butter. There's yes. a less there, chocolate, there, there more peanut butter. There was an important aspect of um, you know we use uni tanks. Yeah, we we do, we do not transfer to bright, and you know when you're transferring to bright, it's easier to add fining agents, certain things, and they mix more properly. Yep. Um, when we added the first peanut butter addition on the first one. You know, it kind of didn't quite mix as well as we'd hoped. You know, some of those last kegs. It was oily. We, yeah, some of those last kegs that we kicked, you know, uh, kegged off were a little oily. And, and are you using the peanut butter powder or is it peanut no. butter? No, extract? no, it was a, a flavoring. Flavoring. Right. Steve's uh, secret. Yeah. yeah. But, um, <laughs> you know, no, it's not a secret. You yeah. know, we just found a way. <laughs> like an extract kind of thing or. There, there are several different companies that make extracts to make emulsions. Emulsions, ah, um, yeah, yeah. and and the majority a of swirl. The a majority of them are been uh, TTB. They are. Uh, they're all TTB. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Easy, easy to add in. And and so yeah. So when you when you send your recipe to the to the government, which you're supposed to do when you have any type of adjuncts or additives, um, it's already been approved. So it's not something like, hey, I'm using oxbow fucking balls or <laughs> yeah. something. Yeah. It's a hot new adjunct. Yeah. But, um, but me and Steve went back does. and forth together. And, um, you know, I was like, listen, Steve, I'm about to drop, you know, basically a growler's worth of peanut butter, uh, you know, juice into this thing. You know, how are you going about it? Mm, peanut butter and, juice. Um, you know, like uh, there was just a way of kind of just, you know, running the carbstone, making sure that CO2 was bubbling through the tank before we added it, you know, so that as soon as it hit the top of the liquid, it just completely and totally you know, mixed through, you know, the beer. And it's more about making sure that these additions are completely and thoroughly mixed throughout the tank yep. by the time that you, you know, add them. And, and also fermented out. So, yes. like, you know, yeah, you got to yeah, make yeah, sure yes. that, like, the... You don't want that there, aluminum is, hand grenades? There is some sugar in them. I was yeah. going to say, actually, that the first one, didn't we... There was a couple there of places. There were a places, few uh, gushers on the show. A couple places. But yes. you know what? I, I remember going into one of them. Uh, I won't mention a name, but I remember going in, and they had a fucking... Space heater yeah. blowing right on well, the garbage uh, top, still going. Yeah, I'm like, this come is, on, bro. But the thing is, is like you really need to make uh, stable shelf beer because yes. like it doesn't. Yes. It, yes. Like we we get a lot of people down at the brewery, but we also do distribute uh, like self distribute to 
quality distributors. Um, I mean, you were in Taste of New York. You're on uh, the the beer side of the uh, what, Total, Total Wine. Wine. Yeah. So and, and so Total when Wine, I we're in Whole Foods. You're in a, yeah. You're in a ton of places. How do you how do you guarantee that that consistency and quality we, to Kevin, a thorough yeah. final ferment? You know, just full fermentation. And, and then if we're adding fruit, you know, making sure that it hits its final gravity and everything is fermented out. Can now, I ask a dumb question then? Like. You know, I, I've never had it, but you know, you see this stuff about like four fifty north. <laughs> and, like, don't get how me wrong. Fuck, like, when, how does how does that happen? How do, how do we as you, an industry? If, how do you get to that point? If you add fresh fruit to a beer like that and don't let it ferment, it is delicious. But you're essentially making <laughs> juice. You know, I love it. But yeah. we've had previous batches that were, you know, that the fruit didn't fully ferment out, and I've noticed that I enjoyed it more. But in the end, it doesn't translate to a shelf stable product yes. and that becomes a problem but that's always something you have to worry about with these types of craft beers i mean they're not the average beer so you don't you right. can't treat them like the average beer right. so kevin does a really good job of going out uh making sure their assortment is either kept cold or moved uh moved transferred into a cold room or put out and you know, in season. Not in the front window or something. Right. Or directly under the heater. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, right under the we space heater. We just got Garvey's in. Let's put the Jeez, stack right outside in August. I still remember walking in that day and going, Oh, no. no. Are you fucking kidding me, bro? <laughs> well, For any of the beer that was right there, this is not good. Yeah. Well, a lot of the places aren't climate controlled. And in, no. in August, it's 100 and you know, 100 degrees, 105 in the store, they got to make sure that Still these types of beers are are really taken care of because yeah. it's a premium product. And we were trying sure. to make sure that it's delivered to the fi- the end result, the final person drinking it. And in the end, it's your name on it. Yeah. So, and and That's they're going to blame you, not right. the distributor. Right. Yeah. It's for not Farmingdale beverage that, that, you know, right. gave so, them a shit beer. It's right. Why do you pick that one up? Yeah, for? not to name any names. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but honestly, yeah, like... I we, drive three towns away to go to... <laughs> it's, a, it's a partnership. We, we have to work with them. So, like, either we keep their stock low and repro- replenish, right. or we just tell them, like, you know, you... you, you got to keep this cold and, and we make a judgment call so like if we're going to a place we know that the owner we know the staff and we make a judgment call like yeah. if they order 20 cases or 10 cases or five of each you know it's a consistent thing and and we try and get the shelf space cooler space is very limited but kevin does a good job of going in the back and making sure that like they're putting out two at a time and get moving through them at, and in season when it's 100 in august I, we tell them like you know we're not gonna we're not gonna this isn't Michelob Ultra guys yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. do you do you do you hold do you ever hold back like they order ten you hold five back yes of course so you can control where it's gonna be stored yes give them their five we keep let them all go through of our beers cold at the brewery for our customers that come down and we expect our cu- our like retailers to do the same right but we understand it's that not, it's not space a world. every space every other craft brewery wants them to do that yeah. right as well so, yeah so we we work with everybody and everybody's got to work together to make. The world turns. So. I, w- I will say, though, that I think a lot of uh, credit goes out to Todd Anvil. Uh, yeah, Cannon. Oh, Anvil, yeah. Because, um, Cannon Todd. Great job. You guys, are, you guys are still using Anvil. Yes. Yeah, after yeah. three nice. years. Yes, because, Never uh, missed a day. I mean, you know, he's run the DO meter in my tanks a few times, and I always, you know, it's like the old, like my 
the only test I've ever taken in a long time, and I passed with flying colors. You know, <laughs> right. Right. Isn't it? I'm, isn't it so nice when you like? He's like, oh, bro, your do today is like, and it's the lowest you ever. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, it's like I think like forty or thirty Huzzah! something, and then I'm just watching it going down all the way to zero. Yes, like, uh, you know, that yeah, is but, the one. I did my job. But, you know, the way that he packages it and definitely um, shows because we've had beers that I've seen, you know, checked in on Untapped that were six months old where I'm like, I wouldn't even want to drink that. But people are still rating it well. And, he earns um, his keep. Bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he earns yeah. his keep. I mean, yeah, this oh, held yeah. up this, amazingly. That I, was delicious. Really enjoying this it. got better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 As it should. Yeah. It right. did. It, As really, it, should. It, it really did. I want to. Uh, I want to. Uh, a lot of people on Instagram, believe it or not, and uh, we usually don't get a, a ton of live people, but there's a ton of live people here on Instagram. So thanks everyone for checking in. We're actually going to take a, a quick Instagram break because we have some things coming up that I need my uh, phone for. So go over to govsradio.com, follow our link in our Instagram, or you can go onto Facebook or YouTube and type in Govs Radio Comedy Club, and you'll see us live there. Check us out. I'm going to end the live video because we have a segment coming up with Steve, and we're also going to talk all about the beers. Uh, and all the uh, fantastic recipes going into that. So go over to the high-quality information of audio <laughs> and video. As much as this is great, uh, you know, you're, you're sideways on an Instagram video, so it's just so I can get good things. Um, so let's – I'm going to pick up the Steve's questions in just a minute. Um, we're, good, we're good. Anything I usually, else about- I usually look at 9.30. Yeah, I know, but it's yep. still that doesn't leave much time to talk about the beer, and we true. usually fall true, short true, a little true, bit true. on that. So uh, I want your angle on Tusk Till Dawn. You know, how did you, how did you feel like the whole process went? What did they bring to the table? And then slowly no, well, translate that into how Tribal Cow went, because I want to crack that next. I want to see these two collaborations yes, back to back. Yeah, I, I want to try that. The, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> I think we're all like, <laughs> let's get on that shit. Where's it at? Where's it at? <laughs> it's a new release, hot new release. The key, the key for this yeah. one, you know, again, um, moo. You, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just like that. Wow, you went there. Yeah. Getting into the spirit. You mooed it. All right, go ahead. No, I was. I, I, had, I had a slurp. Right. I had a slurp. <laughs> Sorry. Um. No. Uh. And and again, I, I appreciate you guys having me as the the. One and only, actually, still uh, collaboration that you guys did. I, I was again always a big fan of you guys from from day one. I, I liked what you guys were doing, and and not everybody realizes this, but I love the dynamic that that Mark and Ben actually have together, and it worked. They work actually very well together. Or yin and yang. Yeah, you really are because Mark is always for me like dot. Every I cross every T. Ben's like, bro, we're gonna have a good time. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna brew the fuck out of this beer. It's gonna be delicious. <laughs> and Mark's like, well, it's gonna cost us three hundred and seventy-five thousand. We're gonna make, we're gonna make, and it, that's and that's the great thing about you guys because you work symbiotically so well together. Um, and I've actually seen Mark on his real bad days. Um, I've seen Mark in CBC uh, when we got really, <laughs> really, really <laughs> drunk in a in a that Uber. Fun. That was and, a lot of fun. I was telling and, them about and that. And not even sure how we got where the fuck we were. Um, <laughs> oh, God. But we had the greatest time. Um, I've heard multiple stories. Oh, bro, it was so good. It was really just – that was Nashville. Yeah, it was na- – we call it Smashville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was and, so uh, good, man. It's Smashville. You know – We got we got lit like nobody's business. Is that one of the ones where you jump in the taxi, you look to your right, and you're like, oh, shit, what's up? <laughs> like, no, we I, went to – Where'd we you went, come from? We went to, like, some – 
it was supposed to be like a beer release, and we then we couldn't get in. Like Jimmy Woo was with yeah, us, yeah, and we were just like, "Fuck this!" The and Canners we, were with us too, Todd. Yes, and Pete from Malt Man. Yes, that's was right. There. Those guys were maniacs. They were popping around to bars yes. before we could even look up. So it was, it was a great time. And it was great, you know, and 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 the best part about it too, Mike. Yeah, my wife's with me, and yeah. she's totally sober. And so she's she can totally direct tober. you. Are you going to tell the Mark totally story tober. And So you're going to tell him Totally Tober? Totally Tober. You know, that's, was, a, that's a good Oktoberfest name. He, totally Tober Oktoberfest. He was like mumbling words. That's what I he said was, to the cops. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so I'm totally Tober. I'm so totally Tober. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we had such the greatest time. And, and we just kind of ran into each other and... and Again, it was it was a great time, but so I know how to have a good time. Yes, to yes, say. you do, yeah. sir. Just yeah. like Ben. Yes, but but again, you guys really work together as as a team. Where sometimes you know you have you have people that have uh, differences, differences, animosity. We don't whatever. bitch and moan. We no, get we get no. we, we don't step on each other's toes. We each show up and do our own job. And and, and you know what? Every, and it doesn't matter what's going on. We're getting it done. I don't think me and him have ever taken a sick day. We show up. We get it and done. The, and, and the thing is, you guys, cause you guys have been friends for goddamn how since fifth long? Grade. Fifth, so fifth grade. That really. And and again, and you guys make great beer. You know, thank you. On on top of just doing that, and uh, I mean, doing when he when he broached the subject of doing this beer, the key for me was all right. We're going to do a beer. That's great. But then it started t- telling me about the artwork, and then on the can itself, it has the coordinates, the coordinates, the coordinates to, find, the to find the mural in the park. And I'm like, holy fuck! So this is <laughs> one of the coolest things well, I've ever heard. Well, the name came from the art, and then, you yes. know, normally it doesn't happen that way. You know, normally you know you have the beer, you have a name, and you kind of you know maybe then design the art. And, and but this one, like, and, and also Otto's Revenge as well. The the mm-hmm. two series we worked with this guy. The name stemmed from the artwork, you know, mm. and of, and of course, Wellwind series, Touch Till Dawn, Peanut yeah. Butter, Wellwind yeah. Wall. They butter. come, they come up with the idea of, well, you know, elephants like peanuts, so yeah, let's do a fucking peanut butter, yeah. you know, it's stout, like circus. Uh, oh, who doesn't like peanuts? And you can drink yeah. it from Dust Till Dawn. Oh, <laughs> man. With that said, we got some Look questions coming up. Let's hear it with our own Steve Faminski. Oh shit. Very special presentation. Three questions with our very own Steve Pominski. Steve's questions. Three questions from Steve. Three questions. Steve's questions go. Steve, you're up, buddy. I gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) Were you on the phone? Honey, I'll call you later. Some, some water to rinse out their glass with. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Get because that peanut butter powder out of there. Yeah, peanut butter, because then it'll just be yada, yada, yada. Well, it's not powder, <laughs> right? Ah, <laughs> this guy. I got a bucket. Anyone need a bucket? And a mop. And, and a, a mop. Bucket and a mop. I'm drinking this water. <laughs> yeah, I, as I did. I'm drinking I that did. water, too. That's how you I, should I didn't realize festivals. that was an option. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at that. Is, Is Cardi that? B here? Yes, exactly. Hey, whoa, whoa, whap. Easy, easy. Steven, take it away. Oh, look at this. No, don't. All right. So we'll just do this. I'm pouring my beer. All right. So, gentlemen, we're going to have three questions. I'm going to ask all four of you. (laughs) Yes. At once, you get to answer it at the same time. (laughs) And go. 
so it's three questions, uh, one question at a time. Uh, we're going to go, we'll start with Mark, and we'll just go around. Do it. And uh, I, I love asking these questions because I, the answers sometimes are really the same as we've gotten from True, other brewers. But not, not but always. Sometimes is that rare, crazy. Yeah. All right. So the first question is Shoot. going. The first question is going to be: What is that 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 beer that you had that turned you on to craft beer? What was that one you said? What the fuck is this? I need to have more of this. What? How is this happening, Mark? For me, it was Firestone Double Barrel. Their Double IPA. Nice. See that? That's a random. That we is, haven't had that, that one. Before. We that's haven't had that. Yeah. That was a uh, that was a classic. Yeah, that was one of the ones. Oh my god! Yes, I would say for me it was probably Blue Point's um, Optical Illusion, just with the Mm. you know psychedelic labels and following jam bands. You know, and we've over the time we've actually had you know toasted lager and stuff like that from from Blue Point, which is very cool to see because you know they really did kind of start the 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 Long Island Revolution, so to speak. But the beer that kind of developed my and started my love for sour beer and kind of you know you know sent us in the direction that we did mark brought me a cascade uh, apricot yes you did oh, cascade that? barrel house sours yes you I mean, did you know does it get any better than so that? Okay. that was actually the first beer we cracked after we completed our first professional brew was uh i think it was a bourbonic plague maybe no bourbonic plague came in in the mail <laughs> uh, <laughs> i think it was the raspberry allegedly raspberry allegedly. Um, in a white cascade envelope yeah but yeah, cascade sours Mm. Yep. Johnny, uh, so for me, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to cite two different beers. Okay. First, I'm gonna say for sours was Petrus. Ooh, nice. yes. For it was just after Sandy. At the time, I was actually selling wine wholesale, and I'm up waiting to meet the bar manager at Three Village Inn before the Lessings took it over. Oh, and I ordered a beer, and the guy's like, "Well, most of this got wiped out in Sandy, but I have this." I'm like, "Well, sure. Let me let me try this." And it was the first sour beer I ever had. And went. Give me all of this now, because <laughs> uh, I mean I I love acidity. I love I I am a fan of palate scrapers. I mean I try to make balanced sours, but like if you're salivating for 20 minutes after you finish the beer, that's for me. Nice, yeah. You know, but and then the other would have to be uh, blushing monk from Founders. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, oh, nice. Triple wow. Belgian fermented on whole raspberry, and I remember the one and only time I went to BCTC at Omegang. That they were there with that on draft on the on the you know on the jockey box and went, I have found heaven. And it is this this man this man with a beard and a jockey box. And I was like, <laughs> no, wait. can I be your new best friend? What, was was the guy heaven or was it the beard? It was, was the beard. Okay, all right. It was, sure. it was definitely the beard. Or could be both. It could be both. Could be both. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I mean, well, I mean, you know, I, raspberry. What can I, I knew a guy named Heaven. I've, I've got a good uh, <laughs> I've got a good jockey box uh, SKI story. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> We were, we were, I was pouring founders at uh, Martha Clare, one of the you know the craft classics, and <clears throat> you know working for SK, I was pouring founders, and uh, I was pouring Dirty Bastard at the time, Ooh. and every single person that came up to me called me a Dirty Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to have a beer called Your Mother's a Whore. <laughs> so when people would walk up, when people would walk up, they would be. Hey, can I get your mother's a whore? Oh, your mother's a fucking whore. How about that? We hey, oh, actually think about that a lot. Like, I love you know, that. People asking. I can't even express how much I love that. <laughs> right, they, they, like, right. They have to. They, they, on they, the phone, they hit you right you. there, doesn't it? I, I connect with that. That's yes. beautiful. Didn't you name a couple like lions, tigers, and bears? Like, just oh no. Oh, what did we have? Oh no. 
Um, oh and, my! Uh, that was one of my favorites. No, we 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 had a beer. We had a beer that a bunch of like guys would come up and they wouldn't fucking ask for it because they were so emasculated by it. <laughs> what the hell was the beer? It was um, oh, God, I, a I woman soft touch. Nerd girl. Yeah, uh, it Some, was no, it was. Touch me in the morning or touch something? Touch me in the morning. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to morning. That's all we could ever ask for. And guys would walk up and they were like, Touch me in the morning. Can I just get the Saison? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I love this. I love this for... The real courageous people. Can yeah. touch me in the morning? Yeah. And I went, yeah, it's uh, well, it's the afternoon, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I love this because, as you know, I have a Hellas named The Beer. Yes. Love it. Which because was delicious. You gave Kevin the, some uh, to drop off at the absolutely. brewery. They were amazing. Got to, sh- you know, always share with your friends and sure. your brewers in arms. And I appreciate it. Not sure. all of them ended up at the brewery. Some of them are in Kevin's house. <laughs> well, uh, well, you know. But he, so, gave, he gave me a case. I gave him a four-pack. So. <laughs> <laughs> Look what John gave us. Business. This man is business savvy right there. <laughs> Here, John gave you this four-pack. <laughs> <laughs> but so before, before brewing that at Dubco, People would always ask me, like, you know, I used to be behind the bar every Friday night. And they'd be like, well, what you, you know, what's your, you know, what do you recommend? I'm like, a parent cannot choose between his children. <laughs> I just, you know, and then I started just saying, I recommend the beer. Like, drink the beer. Try the beer. beer. Try, have you tried the beer? And so when that beer first came out, and then I started using that joke, they'd be like, oh, ha, ha. And I'd point to the board and they'd be like, oh, shit. He's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, beer is there. There Play is beer. the beer. Kevin? <laughs> Oh, right. We're still doing that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we got more, brother. Nice. Oh, man. So simple enough for me was probably like my little uh, journey into flavor began with um, Dogfish 90. There you go. Oh, boom. Just boom. Right in my Everyone's face. Everyone's looking at me like I'm the Dogfish well, you're the, well, you're the 60 mm. boy. I yeah, love the 60, I, 60s. Uh, six pack on a Sunday. Oof, that'll do me right. And a very <laughs> random secondary beer was, was Founders IPL, the Dissenter. Ah. If anybody remembers that, IPL, oh, Steve, 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 some thoughts comments. on IPL. Comments let's on IPL. See. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, oh. Yeah, fuck everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a great beer. It was, it was a fucking great beer. It was one it of sure my favorites. Was. I remember Fuckers. the first time we had you on, you were so fucking excited for that beer, too. Well, we, you had the release party well, bro, right? with the well, fucking band. I'm hanging out with fucking Gary Holt and fucking. Yeah. Alex Skolnick and, and, and Mike Portnoy. I'm hanging out with fucking metal gods. And they're drinking my beer and going, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> that was have, pretty cool. Double and, bass, double bass, was, double oh bass. Oh, my God. Steve, was, Steve, China symbol, China symbol. Steve, you had another IPL. Uh, was it Lion Tigers? or was that no, was, well, I'm really not okay. We actually, I'm okay now. We poured, a, we poured together at a Croxy's yeah. event. Oh, yes. And, yes. and, and your, right. I, yeah, no, your IPL was, like I think, yeah, uh, the greatest. Because yeah, I looked at him and said, one. I'm not okay now because I didn't realize it was like 9-5 yeah. until like my fifth <laughs> one. Meanwhile, we were all there. Meanwhile, Chris and I got, like, we had like a 12-hour day. We're done at like 6 and... I'm going home. He's like, we have this event at Crocs. They went, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> and then I'm drinking, I'm okay now. And it was delicious. Yeah, oh, was, it was. That was one of the best beers on tap that night. And that, and that was the night I met, uh, met Rich Preston as well. Oh, and now he's your best buddy. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, yeah. you own a brewery. And, <laughs> a and he loves your beer. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Second question. What is your favorite style? Mm. Favorite style. Uh, that's, a, mm. that's very, very uh, tough. I mean, I always say that craft beer is like music. You don't listen to the same band every day. Like it? Yeah, that's a great answer. The mood you're in, the time of year it is. I mean, if I had to make a decision, it would have to be a double IPA. Mm. 
There you go. Mm. Okay. Okay. On that, uh, I'm a a big uh, audio guy. Love sound. Do a lot of mixing and stuff like that. Found a new band through like some tutorial that I was watching on something. Uh, Spirit Box. Anyone hear a Spirit Box? No. So check out on Spotify on the way home today. You will not go to sleep after listening to this track. Spirit Box's Holy Roller. It, It kept me up. It's not because a Holy was, Diver cover? No, 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 no. You'll, holy Diver! It's, holy it's, love that fucking song. It's a lot of... It's metal. It's Spirit But box. it's like that metal that I can I can stand that's not... Fuck off. That's... <laughs> that Pete's into. Hey, buddy. It's okay. And, and it's really... It's, it, to me, it was and like... you didn't even wear the shirt tonight. The, the riff, the riff <laughs> on Holy Roller to me was awesome. So this morning I listened to classical jazz. I was just listening to jazz music. Up it up. No, no, no. It was... <laughs> It was Steve's questions. I was listening oh, to that track. Steve's questions. <laughs> I was like, yeah, three. Smooth. Yeah. Smooth cool baby. cats. Cool cats here. Uh, cats and, and, and then all of a sudden I turn on Spirit Box and I go, holy shit, I'm in the mood for this now. Right now. Let's go. And I felt like you said before, kicking in, uh, I think, John, you said kicking down a, a wall. And it just has a, a, a out, uh, the oh, silhouette right, of me yeah, through yeah. the wall like a, the Kool-Aid man. I, I was just it. through the roof. You guys, I'm yeah. telling you. I'll give it a go. It's one of those things I'm like, oh my god, that riff is just ridiculous. That's exactly how I equate craft beer. It's it's like right. you don't listen to the same music every day. You you want something different. You have something different. It's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Today yeah. I'm I'm really feeling this, and then boom, you you hit it right, and it's perfect. Speaking of which, real quick shout out. We make our t- uh, Oktoberfest for the band Talk. Yes, uh, they are very good. They, <laughs> they really, are very good. They, they are re- very they, good. They just released a new album, and they are. Currently going on, just started their tour, uh, talk band, uh, check them out. Yeah. Is, it, is, it a, <laughs> is it a real collaboration? Did you guys uh, do it in, yes, they, in they, conjunction they, with they, them? They wanted to start a beer music festival. Nice. And okay. they wanted to call it Talktoberfest, and they hey. approached us, and they were like, what beer would we make for that? Mm-hmm. And it was like, uh, duh. <laughs> 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 and, 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 and then... Just I, I think, so I, we're making a porter. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think Mark actually bought me the book, Brewing Classic Styles. Right. You know, it became toilet yeah, reading so. eventually. But, you know, I just went through that and read, you know, brewed a textbook and margin. I think it's toilet reading. It's yeah. hard enough. <laughs> toilet <laughs> reading is where I, that's where I soak up the best information. Toilet stays with you. Exactly. But, you we know. Were, like we were I, both kind of like in the band when we were little, but not the actual band. They became professional musicians. We became professional beer guys. So, I mean, it was just a natural fit. Over what, the did, what did you play in the band? I played rhythm guitar. Ben played drums. Yeah, I, there you I go. actually thought he was going to say piccolo. You know but, what? Um, we I got we, the harp. Yeah, they we have a we have a, full a little band bit of triangle. <laughs> More cowbell. I was just going to say who played the cowbell. Travel cow. Travel cow. More cowbell. Steve, Steve can play guitar. He can play some lead, and I can play drums. We got a full band ready to go right now. Let's, let's By the way, I like this. Oh, wait, cow has tramp stamps. And and you're and you're going to play the guero. Yes. You play bass. I did for a little bit. Did yeah. you? Yeah. Stand up. Well, then you could take the bass, and I'll just, just do. Sure. I'll do uh, secondary percussion. How about secondary that? Secondary percussion, like clown and Slipknot. Yeah, you, it, but, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> you could be like yes. Slipknot and play the 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 fifty gallon drums of uh, oil. The beer keg, the kegs, the kegs. The kegs. <laughs> I like that. That's gonna work out well. John, what's your favorite? So style? I mean, I already uh, touched on it. Hellas. Nice. Oh, I thought we were going to say pallet, beer. Because, I we were say pallet scraper. No, no, because here, here, here's here's why I tell as many customers as I can when they come in. Whenever you go to a new brewery, first thing you should order is a lager. Yep. Because Tells you can't you hide, you need to do. Because you can't hide yeah, anything no that you screw up. There's, you know, any flaws are going to come through in the beer. And that's a testament 
to the brewer and and how much time and comp- and passion they're putting into what they're doing because they want to make sure that that beer is delicious and and uniform like you know uniformity is a big thing in our industry and and you know anybody in this room can tell you that you know you want to make sure that the first time the second time the 45th time you're having that beer it's it's the same you know and well by the 45th time i'm on the floor well so. especially after the <laughs> i don't first appreciate time that negativity well. <laughs> it's 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 exactly. damn negativity exactly in but you're, you're absolutely right if food, that yeah. first time comes out well you want it always to be that way if that first time yeah yeah well maybe the second one's better absolutely <laughs> but that's also why it goes back to notation is everything oh my god yeah, right? yeah that's why i'm very fortunate to have learned from the brewers that i have you know ivan dedek ivan! That, that crazy genius like love that you boy. know he you know when he came into oyster bay i would not be one tenth of the brewer i am if i did not work with that man and the funny thing is we butted heads at first and oh. then we realized we share a birthday he's six years old i mean it's like oh we're the same really? asshole he, oh, yeah. he spoke yeah. highlights of you for uh, sure. Ivan's yeah. the, I, he's to this day if i have a question that i pull out freak. the phone he's a good guy yeah <laughs> love it no nah, he so makes great it. beer and he's killing it up in my yes. street yeah. he's killing oh, it oh yeah. oh yeah and not only that when i have a question i pull out my phone and I asked this guy, <laughs> and, and he responds and gives me great advice well, every time. There's, there's back and forth and a lot of memes. Yeah. But is it the memes that get us through the days? But also, uh, back back to the Hellas, you know, thing. You know, uh, Kevin stopped by Dubco at one point and, and brought home Case Four Pack. I don't know how much. We don't four know. Pack. <laughs> I got a Four Pack. pack. <laughs> it. It was you got a can. You got a can. <laughs> and and I drank John's Hellas, and I, I messaged him, and I was like, "This is a very." Perfect lager. I love it a lot. And John, it, you could tell it how much it meant to him because he was like, I make this beer for myself. Yes. This is what I want yep. to make. You know, like, And tell me, yeah, how, because uh, I had it, how bready wonderful was that? Oh, amazing. I mean, that's 6% for, you know, lager. I mean, you know, I might mm. aim for more like five, but at 6%, you're going <laughs> to get some breadiness yeah. for sure, you know. But so, it, was, know, it, it was really, really good, craft, and it meant a lot lager. to him. It's a craft, so it's gonna, a craft yeah. lager. I'm going to let you know a little secret and bring it back it to uniformity 9%. again. Ooh. So it was supposed to be 5%. The first time it was six, <laughs> six and change. The second time it was six. So that's what it is. So now I'm being uniform. So there you go. <laughs> As you should. You're going to get exactly. consistency whether you like it or not. And, it drinks, and there we are. And it drinks like it's 4%. <laughs> well, that's good. Actually, that's does. It really sure. does. Uh, who else? Who else? Uh, no, we're up there. The, uh, well, ben, ben for style. Ben right? for style. What's your favorite style of beer? Oof. Well, like I said, in, in uh, some of my Ugh. more formative years of homebrewing, I spent most of my time kettle souring, figuring out sours, kind of, you know, s- scouring milk to funk and kind of figuring out uh, mixed fermentation and just working with different bacteria. So, porter. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sour stout. Sour porter. I don't know. Br- uh, was, wasn't Brett C., uh, you know, cultured <laughs> from a infected porter at there one point? You go. I believe so. But, um, Look at what his knowledge over there. You know, I don't, Love it. I don't read it. Love it. Research. Live it. Live it. But it Love it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I would say but, uh, probably, like, you know, as I alluded to before, the Cascades um, mixed fermentation uh, goose. Mm. Ooh. Goose. Yeah, well, goose. Wow. Is goose. Okay. Mm. I got a true old, old goose, you yeah. know. That's three, my, three, that's, three that's, different year blend. That's the style I hate the most. Three, four. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. I fucking hate it's, that it's style. It's because so much. of your stomach, though. It's not most because of, you don't most like Most of my opinions aren't fans. No, no, because I will <laughs> shit my pants later <laughs> in the day. <laughs> and this has come up many, many <laughs> times on the on the board. Yeah. Oh, 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 goose. Favorite yeah. style. In oh, goose. goose. I love it. 
Kev? Live it. Live it. Live it. So he's, from, he's living, living. Uh, for me, if I was say, if I was going to say anything other than IPA, it would be alive. But I, I also love the sentiment of Mark talking like just drinking with your, the, whether it be the seasons or yep. what you're yep. you're going with. Like le- lately, uh, I'm on board with John with the Hellas Lagers. These mm. sorts of just really just easier drinking um, beers that are just you know they're just t- loaded with flavor. Beer flavored I mean? beer. Beer flavored beer, beer, not beer. short on flavor. That's which, yeah, that's one of our favorites. It's amazing actually. that yeah. beer flavored beer could also beer flavored beer is definitely across the board right just lacking yeah. flavor, um, like Belgians and then beer flavored beer. So beer in general, <laughs> beer. I love beer. <laughs> I love beer. <laughs> and beer. Is, do we have alcohol? There? And beer. And is there <laughs> alcohol in it? I love right. Beer. We're we're on the right track. So the the final and and the third question of three questions, yes. Steve. Um, <laughs> you go to a restaurant. Any beer that could be on tap, what is that one beer that you want other than one that you make? Mm. Uh, See, usually when there's another brewer in this in, in, in the in the building, you choose his. But I'm not gonna make you do that. <laughs> no, don't. don't do that. You don't have to. Yeah. I'm already fucking with you. Don't say Alan. I'm already fucking with you. For me, it would be Hill Farmstead. I ah. mean I anything or a specific like Edward or a No, I Edward's had wonderful. I had one that they'll probably never make again at the Blind Tiger. I ordered probably 10 of them in a row because they were so <laughs> I good. I, I knew I, I would never get the chance to drink this beer again. Um, Sean Hill right now is going, thank you so much. I mean, it's it's very uh, circumstantial. So, like, when you're in the right place at the right time with the yep. right beer, yep. um, it's hard to pick. I mean, so I won't mention the name of the beer because you'll probably never be able to find it, but <laughs> that's kind of like. You can make us feel sad. That's kind of, oh, no. No, I mean, no, excited. You know, now we can go back out to bars. We can go back yeah. out to our favorite restaurants. We can search out our favorite brews. So I'll leave it up to you to decide what's your favorite beer. What's your favorite beer? Hmm. Johnny? So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shout out to a little place that unfortunately closed their doors in the last year. Oh, Say no. Cheese in Port Jeff. Oh. oh, yes. Love that place. And that's where I found. We, we spoke about we this. We spoke about this the other day. Was it Chris? Yeah. I, well, I mean, those those guys are awesome, yeah. but Iyengar's Marzen. Angers, yes. That wow. that is what I had that last weekend. That mm-hmm. that is every every year at this time. I go out, I get a few bottles, I drink them to my by my. It's like it's almost like a spiritual you know, <laughs> thing for me. Where do you find them? I. I it's used to collect. Luck, I used to collect uh, a little dusty notes. on the back of his shelf somewhere. Yeah. But it's a lot dusty, old dusty back there. Yeah. I was at an Oktoberfest in Vermont last weekend. They had angers. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. John it's- has to touch a lot of rabbit's foots. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> they're lucky. They're lucky, and he doesn't mind because it's delicious, for sure. I mean, I got the hands to touch a lot at the same time. <laughs> so, yeah. Johnny hands in the house. <laughs> Johnny hands. The the that that say cheese. Uh, I, we went there when it first opened. Delicious. That awesome. Place. Place. Yeah. So good, say cheese. Oh, Something that Port Jeff uh, definitely benefited from. Oh, it was yeah. a sure. great little shop with the beer the beer store in the background. Yeah. Port Jeff and anybody who went in there benefited from that shop. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, yeah. like I have such fond memories. Yeah, ben went to college in Stony Brook. So he, oh really? Yeah, oh, I was yeah. right around oh. the corner for sure. Nice. Oh, shit. Well, you know what? They'll 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 come back somewhere else, and you'll see it. They they're not ones to seem like they're going to just roll over and die. And no, and, absolutely. Know, they, were, they were they were they were passionate better. people. Yes. Yes. Yep. they were. Passionate. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. And that showed through everything they did. Yep. yep. Yeah. Now, did they turn into delivery during the pandemic? I'm not sure they made it that far. No, no. They I, I, I didn't think they. Yeah, during the 
during the height of the pandemic, it was called like 100 Hours at Dubco with me and Chris, just drinking <laughs> earlier and earlier every day and coming up with dumb names for beers. So what happened outside of those walls, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Until you made yeah, a, uh, a cheese a... sauce adjunct on an IPA called Say Cheese. <laughs> in, in honor of our fallen friends. <laughs> God, Ben. What, uh, ben, what do you think? favorite. Uh, I'll tell you straight up. Yeah, if my, you go my, to a, if you go to a restaurant bar right now. No, my absolute favorite brewery is Treehouse Brewing Company. I think that they they are the greatest. They make the mm. best IPA. I don't know what the hell they okay. do. I, I've tried to analyze. I, you you know, don't want to know this then, because a buddy of mine just came back today oh, no. from Treehouse, and I know tomorrow he's the secret. Dr- he's dropping off about two cases of. All different types of treehouse beers. Mm. So if you want what to stop over my weekend? house tomorrow, party <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. We could get all fucking stupid and lay, uh, on, I, the gr- I, and lay I, on the front lawn. I, I spent six hours in the car for no reason the other. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but there's yes, a reason. There, there's something that there they, is a reason. There's yes. something they do. I don't know if it's the water profile, the mixture of yeast that I've read. Uh, the, like I, I don't know what it is, but I think that they make the best IPAs. We're that gonna have figure ever it out. Been made. Yeah, someone's gonna figure it. Decode the. What do you like from them? What's your favorite treehouse? Do you have one? Uh, I would say the Storm series. Perfect oh, Storm. Okay. Uh, yeah. you know, yes. uh, Perfect Storm, Hurricane, uh, Typhoon, mm. Super Typhoon. You know, I think that uh, I, I would say that Super, um, no, Perfect Storm, I would say, is my probably Delicious. my favorite of all. I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, Summer and Winter. Nice. The, yeah, the, yeah, those, uh, snow. Yeah, is it snow? Snow. 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 Um, Green yeah. and ma for me. Yes. That well, the, they, those so are the, I like the seasonals, though. I'm for a, some reason, they... I'm a doppelganger guy. Doppel- yeah. Exactly. Oh. Delicious. That and their loggers, like, honestly, they're not just yeah. the one trick. No. Their loggers are so on point. Yeah. Mm. And they have one of the few black IPAs that I love to drink. Yes, sir. Boom, uh, boom, have, boom. have you had mine? Speaking of which. Speaking of which. Speaking of which. Wait, is there Eleanor over there? I see Eleanor. Shit. Break it out. Another oh, new release. Damn. I wasn't coming empty-handed. I wasn't coming uh, yeah. empty-handed. Speaking of release. black IPAs. <laughs> yeah. Which me, is, yeah. again, one of my favorite styles. Black IPA. Anyone that makes it, I have to try it. It's it's like the uh, the guacamole. Or it's like the, the French guacamole. onion soup at a restaurant. Quintessential yeah. craft beer style. Yes. Like I, a, need, I need to just try Just like it. a smoked porter. Just like everyone says, you know, the Pilsner, the lager. You gotta, to me... If you make a good black IPA, I'm going to enjoy everything that you do. And, and it was one style that we kind of threw together. Um, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't say that it, I went into it confident. You know, I just kind of made it, and it was something I we needed to go do. into it. <laughs> I well, that, no, I love that honesty. I, I didn't go into I'm it confident. Hum, I'm a humble man. Steve. But I am, I am fucking thinking it's going to be good. But, <laughs> you know, like, like with my knowledge, and, you know, I think we put together a nice green bill, and it came out great, and it became one of our yep. most requested beers. I mean, even during the summer, ours people are As it should. With, ours is called the night, Nightcap Black IPA. Yes. But let's try this, Eleanor. Let's go. Let's I like go. the name. <laughs> Wait Kev? to get Kev. wait to get oh, your right. uh, your well, this rabbit. This one's foot a little rubbed. bit stronger. My answer to the question is probably going to be either something yeah. classic like Nugget Nectar. Ah, ah once a year, am I right? Ooh. Something really malty, nice, just super sweet at the end. Little Trogues Nugget Nectar. Little Nugget Nectar. You know what I mean? I'll be super like happy it. with that. And if I'm going to give a second beer, because I said. IPAs are my favorite, and you don't see it anymore, and I'm really heartbroken about it, uh, at least around here, is Ale Smith IPA. Nice. Ah, yeah. Ale Smith. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you don't see that much. You don't. Wow. I, I really haven't. Ale Smith, for the longest time, was like everywhere. You could it find was. it everywhere, right. and it was always big bottles. Point. It was yep. you know, big formats. 
Speedway um, Stout. Yes, yep. bro. That was the ah, that was the one. That the, and Bear Republic. Yeah, the Bear Republic. Yeah. Race, uh, sure. race car. Racer five. Uh, Racer five. Racer five. My yep. favorite black IPA ever, which Ben and I kind of based the nightcap off of, is Wookie Jack. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Minus the minus the minus the rye. No, no. I see. I love the rye net. The Wookie Jack. Wookie Jack is amazing beer. You don't even see it on the shelf anymore. But why minus the rye? You can't get it. They don't make it anymore. That's sad. But that's why the beer industry is so fun because it changes every year. Like every year. I actually just was mm. on, I was just actually on a, uh, Sam Annan's put out, okay, we're, we're going to uh, do a little bring back something old. And okay. one, of the, one of the beers was Old Fizzywig. Oh, oh yeah. the Old Fizzywig. That was one of their they winter seasonals. They right? Yes, they haven't made it. And if it got enough votes... Which I think it did. They're bringing it back. Wow. And it will not be in the variety pack. It will be ah, in a regular four itself. pack. I fucking hate those variety packs. It's oh, like, Jesus. I don't want three Boston lagers. Right? <laughs> like, it's a fucking, like, it's a great beer. And I'm not, I'm not taking anything away. I've had it. I'm team five. I don't want it in the goddamn variety pack. <laughs> oh, look. Oh, that's Getting beautiful. Up. Oh, yeah. yeah that's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Cheers, guys. So uh, I just rubbed my own rabbit's foot, just so you know, <laughs> as I'm drinking out of Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, so. Uh, and I'm <laughs> rubbing mine right now. <laughs> uh, everybody everybody rubbed the rabbit's me. foot. But, but, but I call it the Hope turtle. it's lucky. Oh. I, call, I call it the turtle's foot because <laughs> I like turtles. I like turtles. The, the, here's the, here's the only issue I have. I, I'm not going to mm. fully appreciate this until I have my own tomorrow. Fresh, well, out, fresh yeah, out well, of the, the gate when, because we've just when destroyed. we leave tonight. I'm gonna give no, you no, I know, I know. I, I, thank you. I, I'm just saying, I, I destroyed my palate with all that peanut butter, coconut, and caramel. Yes, we kind of did go the wrong way. And I'm not getting everything, but I could tell right now the the hops th- that I like yeah. that mm. are floating around in this black IPA Cascade Centennial Citra mm, yep. with the little chocolate malt so. and everything else. Oh. So I'm gonna say the same thing about brewing this beer the first time as I would say about brewing Tribal Cow. This is this is Chris's recipe. It's a phenomenal recipe, and the first time I brewed it, I was like, "Don't fuck this up." <laughs> if you fuck this up, because you know, I know it's, it's one of his favorite beers that he's designed, and I know that you know the people that love this beer love this beer. That's me. So, uh, you know, the first time it's like, "Don't fuck this up." You got this. Oh, you're, you're you know how to brew. You do this. You this is your job. When when <laughs> when we brewed Tribal that day, and I saw Eleanor in the tank, and I I let these guys know. Yeah, there was there was a lot of enthusiasm. Oh, I'm sure. I'm <laughs> oh. um, mostly my part yeah. because yeah, I'll tell you this, John. Uh, you guys uh, were delivering during COVID, mm-hmm. um, and this was one of the ones that I was looking forward to. I had it prior to the pandemic, and when I saw that hit the list as a home delivery. To my house, to my front door. Oh, thank you. To my front door, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm and I got a half a case of Eleanor delivered. It was the 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 week that got me through the week. You know, it was like oh, one I of those it. crazy weeks. Things were going down. Would Would you say black IPA is your favorite style? No, I wouldn't. Sour IPAs. Believe then. it. No, no, no. Not even really? close. No, no, but no, Cascadian he, dark. He likes it. Yes. What I would say. Well, well that one too. <laughs> Icelandic <laughs> lagers. Cas- <laughs> Cascadian dark elves. No, it, it, I it, hate it's that not even that. It's just <laughs> because it's not a. But you have to put that in. knowledge in. Yeah. Yes. Because it's not a year-round offering. It's special. It, yeah, to me, it's right. like that one. I'm like, yes, you look forward to it. When in Rome. Right. So when, when you guys, and, and I'm sure you guys feel the same way, when you have that 
that offering that that just exploded last year. You know, you're only offering you know like maybe. 10, 20 cases of it. It's it's in limited capacity. Now that the brewery's open, you have it in kegs as well. You know you're going to go through it like that because of the outcry that happened in the prior year. Yeah. It is the one thing that some people just attach themselves to and, oh, and, and hang their hat on. And I was like, this is this is the, the beer that I've been looking forward to well, for like, like ever. Like going back to talking about Iyengar's Marzen, for me, it's Oktoberfest season. Right. And I'm like a kid in a candy store. <laughs> I don't care. All you know, the lagers. All the lagers. All of the time. Schwartz beers. Marzins. Yeah. Love them. Yeah, like I just don't that's, that's it. the one. Dungles. That's yes. the one we haven't seen in a while. Yeah. A good Schwartz beer. Well, I the just one I had still one really last like night. Maybe uh, a Schwartz beer with Long you. Beach, yes. uh, Shipwrecks Black. And also with you. Yeah, well, uh, well I just, I just had a Shipwrecks I mean, Black last night. I fucking love that beer. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to classic styles, I fucking love Dan. Yeah, and that's I have why, one in my cooler. It's very good. that's why I had to bring the Doppelbock. And we're going to have very to try you, that because that's another Dan, one. Dan, you is, mother- Dan is also the man. Fuck Shout that. out to Dan if he's listening. Yeah. Oh, my God. Really, that, really good Usually guy. Dan calls in. Dan, where are you, Dan? By the way, nothing. the lowest beer we drank was the first one, which was 6.8. And I, if I recall. Oh, the, Doppelbock time? Doppelbock time is like eight or nine. The lowest oh. I brought was 6.5. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a competition. That's a special. <laughs> <laughs> but I brought a 12. Yeah, we have oh, a 12% pumpkin beer. Now's you know. not the time for beer measuring, oh, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got a bigger rabbit's foot here? <laughs> <laughs> well, the <laughs> casting couch right now is. Feeling good, feeling red. So, John, talk to me about Eleanor, because this is... this. I, don't give me all the secrets, because I want something to be left you know, uh, up for speculation. Leave something to the imagination. Yeah, exactly. And, and tell me a little bit about deal. this process, because I'm interested. We we actually had an opportunity to brew a black IPA when we did our utter fail at a brewing up in Boston, <laughs> which we won't, we won't get into. Miss. We're not going to do that again. Nope. Sure won't, because they don't exist anymore. Nope. So Thank goodness. Besides that... Uh, we I looked at the recipe. I actually took a picture of the recipe. I've I've analyzed that recipe. Give me what you guys are doing with this black IPA. Well, so I I think the best way to talk about this would be to say that you know the recipe is a very solid, almost, you know, stout kind of base. You know, you've got the dark roasted malts. You've got a you know a good amount of base malt and whatnot. But the really important thing for this is it's eight seven. You know, that's what <laughs> Kevin was just pointing out. I was just mouthing. I'm like. Kevin's like, oh my god, it's eight point so, seven. So, yes. so one thing I one thing I've noticed about my career. Hold on, Dan's brewing. checking in. Dan, uh, Dan from Long Beach Brewing Company. Dan, if you uh, have the phone number five one six four six five three nine nine zero, give us a call so you can talk call about liquid buddy. bread. We're about to get into it. Again. Um, so you know, it's a really just nice base for a dark roasty stout kind of. But the importance was the, in my opinion, the utilization of the hops throughout the boil, the whirlpool, and the dry hop. You know, and, you know, bringing back some of those, you know, you know, Cascade and Centennial and stuff like that. You know, like the sea hops. Classic that, American. Exactly. That, yes. you know. The seas. That a lot of those just kind of went the way of the buffalo, you know, just kind of well, like. And they the, pair you know, very well in a, in a, what's, in what's, a what's, black IPA. Exactly. What's great about, too, what you guys did with this beer is, and, and we had spoke about it, um, using all those dark malts, you, you're going to add a lot of bitterness. Yep. But this beer isn't overly bitter. No, it is. You know, it, you his got the sweet, aroma, his sweetness from the chocolate. Do you yeah. use debittered black malt? Ooh, yeah, shit! Secrets. Or do you <laughs> edit? <laughs> or do you <laughs> edit? <laughs> I'm not. I actually don't remember. <laughs> to be honest, uh-huh. because no, yeah. because I will admit literally, that we, yeah, right. I will today, admit that tomorrow we, is going to be me. 
placing the order, the grain order for the rest of the year yeah. kind of thing. So, like, that's where my head is, like, did I cover this recipe and that recipe and so on so I can keep brewing? Yeah. We, well, used, we, well, used, to, we used to add our malt at Sparge, our dark malt. Yes, we, we did that together yes. on yeah. that right. task. You yep. know, I, saw, I still have my homebrew mill in the brewery so I can just right. mill that like 30 pounds of roasted barley you know for the tapping the match and that sucks know. with their little home <laughs> room mill so just bad. so you know man. Well, no, it's not too bad, it I, sucks. Not too bad. <laughs> hey man I'm glad to still use it I can't we used to use recycling anymore. bins and have to uh, we, we've mill. done dumber things yeah, yeah a lot <laughs> I mean who hasn't who hasn't <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do you know a couple weeks ago Honestly. I had a four hour runoff because you know oh that's right I'm the asshole that has to write uh, a lager recipe a rice lager recipe with almost 50% rice mm. in there so that's I mean really can't Flakes. be upset yeah you better put a whole bag of holes in there. Yeah. Normally on our normally on our system we don't we don't actually use rice holes on our mash done at all would that fit nope Holy moly. Nope, and actually, I after, because this was a double batch, so on the this second batch, I used rice hulls, <laughs> and it fucked me harder. <laughs> and this was after I slept for two hours and was at the brewery at 3 a.m. for the second batch. So, oh, yeah, this was great. That's one oh. thing I've learned from knowing John and uh, talking to him. He likes to mash in, what is it, 3 a.m.? Uh, the earliest I've ever mashed in is 2 a.m. There's only an hour and a half of the 24-hour cycle. I've not been working at the brewery. From 12 a.m. to 1.30 a.m. There you go. Is the only hour I've not done brewing work. Naps yeah. on the green. That's what you got to do. So when do you that's sleep? Impressive. Yeah. What is sleep? <laughs> what, what, define, what is it you speak define of? Define that sleep. I mean, I work a lot. I work um, a lot, but four, 4 is the earliest I'll get up and probably... Midnight's the end. We're we're done at midnight. Uh, I mean, what can I tell you? You know, gr- yeah, growing up, I I definitely suffered insomnia, and my mother didn't believe it. She always thought I was trying to get out of school. <laughs> and then it's like I've been up for four days. Oh, wow. So studying is real. <laughs> Were you studying? No, John? no, hallucinating. Yeah, fair point. enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah for the but I, there's also the studies like about certain people being genetically dis- uh, disposed for less sleep. Right. I, if I sleep more than five and a half hours, I actually can't function. I don't sleep. I pass out. Yeah. That's yeah, what I'm about. Body just That sounds wonderful. I wish I did that. If you could function on that little sleep, parenting might be for you, John. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I got three nephews. I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the kids that aren't your kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Home when you're done I sugar them up and give them back to my sister. Exactly. And Get that's all I'm going to say, you know. Because at the end of the day, I want to crack a beer and play some video games. You got a pint of ice cream and some Twizzlers? Now get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Send them back home. (laughs) To be completely honest, if I wasn't here right now, I'd be playing Far Cry 6. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. I uh, I I want to hear. I, I know you guys don't realize what I can do, but uh, I just went to the bathroom and uh, that's what I made. Hey, <laughs> look at you! <laughs> what in the blue house? <laughs> I'll have one. Um, we'll I, put that I, in. I think he's applying that came out of his butt. Or, uh, I don't know. <laughs> wow, wrapped in all. Hey, they're white chocolate. Those are holiday. So <laughs> how old are they? There. Jesus, really. good input. Good well, input. it'll it'll pair well with the black IPA and all the other dark beers we've been drinking tonight. He's like, I like it. Uh, I want to break down some of this other stuff we had some earlier. So you have Wonder... Is that Wonderlust? Wonder Wonderkind. Wonder, that was right. the first one we had. Yeah. yeah. Can, no, can you... That's a Citra that? Mosaic um, single IPA. Yeah. And it's 6.8%. So this is one of the ones that uh, is identifable on the shelves. This is the one that you Mike, distribute and, more and, and, and at a time, you know, like me and Mark started, um, you know, we were working at the time with a lot of, like, you know, California ale being relatively cons- conservative with, uh, you know, yeast, um, you know choices and uh that that was a beer that i was working with at the time and uh we used the uh you know uh brux like sac oh. 
Trois. Um, it was, it's uh, basically a reclassifier yeah. of wild yeast that wasn't really a wild yeast. Uh, they they com- produced it commercially. Yeah. As such, they and thought it was Britannomyces at the time, okay. and. So anyway, it was an interesting uh, new yeast to use for an IPA, and it uh, produced a very subtle yet fruity ester beer, and uh, it's pretty straightforward, but every single IPA we brew fills a different niche in the IPA category. Okay. So different malts, different percentages of grain, whether it be base malt. And, 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 malt, and I've seen people call these like, malt. you know, Brux-like IPAs now. Yes. That's kind of a name that's, you know, come over time. But um, this beer kind of taught me in the end uh, that yeast-driven esters in an IPA can be very important, if not more important, than your hop additions. You know what I mean? You know, um, you know, just you know, you're paying the same price from your yeast supplier. You know, why not use a yeast yes, that, yeah. that you know that puts a little yeah. more you sure. know impart like, flavors that it, you yeah, want? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And pairs well with the hops you used and the malts you used and the dryness or the uh, maltiness, whatever you're going for. You need to have a multi dimensional beer and you have to make that all those dimensions up with all the ingredients you have at your disposal yeah use everything to its fullest right it's, it's and then a huge we, thing you guys cracked uh the double ipa yeah, this so is that, the the bind and and this uh, actually in in like you said the separation of what you're using in regards to hops or the yeast really is different it's it's so different uh give us a little breakdown about that Break it down. Break it down. Uh, in, in terms of uh, the WonderCon? No, the Vine. Yeah. Bi- uh, it's basically uh, an 8.5% West Coast style double IPA. Well, that, 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 that's one Where, thing. That's I just one, heard West Coast IPA style. That's one thing West that Coast took me a long time IPA. to kind of work on. Yeah. Um, this you know, we went into with <laughs> with a very New England approach. Um, as soon as we cracked the Bind Divine, John tried it and cheersed me immediately. <laughs> people uh, people uh, like I, different I, beers. I, so he, he seemed to show. I like West Coast style. So, I like good piney. I miss dank. it. We only have a few of them. Like so, Gold Coast is our yep. quintessential West Coast style double IPA. We actually brewed that beer for the Proud of Brooklyn. We won the competition. Um, Mary Izette and Chris Kuzme oh, were the judges. Love those. Love I, still those. Have, I still have their score sheets above Frank, my kegerator. <laughs> they're they're like, they're and we got a 97. It was uh, the most epic day ever. Ben was in the bathroom. I said, Ben, we won. No, I was outside smoking a cigarette. Cigarette, whatever it <laughs> might have been. Don't want to promote that on the radio. Taking yeah. <laughs> shit in the backyard. And, and so, so that, was, that, that was a big day. It was basically a stamp of approval that these certified Cicerone beer judges who have now <laughs> went on, you know, Mary Zett is in draft Fifth magazine. Hammer. Yeah, yep. Mary Zett, Chris Kuzme, oh. Fifth Hammer. Um, and we, we actually spoke at a homebrew event for uh, uh, in, in Brooklyn at Muggs Ale's house, yeah. which does not exist anymore. No, and Kuzme sad. was in the homebrew. Uh, and homebrew uh, club and he's one of the most enthusiastic awesome people right. in the beer world and he's a great crazy. jazz musician he plays great saxophone yeah, sax. yeah. Yeah, he's a and we watched his videos like w- learning how to homebrew ourselves we would look at the 508 gastro brewery that he used to yes. manage over um in that, new york city it was underneath um what the hell was the italian restaurant but um shit that's gonna drive me crazy. no um not Bertucci's. You're going to say Bertucci's? No. <laughs> you know, whole, whole, yeah. 
I a- a- actually, actually, Olive Garden, yes. Actually, the chef got. That statement hurts. It was kind of like a keg and lantern. Where thing I could possibly. But Mark, Mark introduced me to these people, and also through working through SKI, he knew these people were. You know, and and honestly, like he's went on to Barilla got all Barilla. But he, the name no, of the place, the company. it was, no, it was, a, it was a, he actually got in a lot of trouble, the, the oh chef. Boy. Oh, boy. And, uh, but oh downstairs, uh, that's where, where uh, Kuzmi mm. was hey, brewing on these little. In a basement. Yeah, with the little one barrel fucking. <laughs> yeah. Plastic, plastic fermenter. Yeah, man. Which he really? now uses, I guess, to make uh, sours and funky things. I mean, <laughs> uh, he's one of the most inspiring please, people I've ever met. Please, they get a folder, and that's all I know. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Two? two. Yeah. He's got a yeah, clean and a, and, a, and a sour. But it's Son a, it's a, a small world, and, like, honestly, to run into people like uh, everybody in this industry, it's a great place to work, and you learn from everybody. And oh, yeah. there's no monopoly on creativity, as they say. Yep. Well, it's one of the things I love about being here tonight is that I met Mark and Ben at a tasting event at some place in Glen Cove when I was actually doing sales for Oyster Bay. <laughs> so here I am. I think I'm a month in, and they sent me to this event with a jockey box and kegs by I myself. I and the thing was leaking the, over the, the place. The and I'm, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like, I hope nobody that's working here is seeing the puddle that is on the ground of <laughs> the jockey box that I was just given. And I, at the time, now, now you know, you give me a jockey box. I'm going to find 15 different ways to clean the thing, whatever. Yeah. Then I'm like, what? How many gaskets were missing on your Oh, thing? I, I couldn't even tell <laughs> you. All of them. And the worst part is, the worst part is, I can't even complain about. You just steal on steel. I can't even complain about the brew, the brew crew from Oyster Bay at the time because Mike and Frank didn't give me the jockey box. That was freaking Manhattan beer. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have that. I don't have that sounder. Why don't you have a sad trombone? I don't. Sit. He has a chicken though. He's a fucking he's a rooster. Yeah. <laughs> what? Play it. That's a siren. <laughs> I was like, what? I call the cops. Call the cops. There's a broken <laughs> jockey. <laughs> oh shit! It's the cops. I'm out. I'm out. I have all that all day. There you go. All day. Hootie hoo. Hootie hoo. So sour. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, uh, if you, no, no, uh, maybe the milkshake is, first. No, this is there dessert. What are you talking yeah. about? That's a good point. Jesus <laughs> You got to cock it first. Bro. What, that, was that, that too much? What? Cock. Cock. Jesus. <laughs> so we're in a bar. Yeah, is everybody talking afterwards yeah. after they get shot? <laughs> yeah, so we're in a bar. Anyway, the... Uh, the the idea that what you guys are all doing let's let's uh, as an overall concept to reel it in no no i'm not <laughs> reel it in. It's not being reeled in i'm not trying to reel anybody in i'm just throwing out some some dead air uh he does fill the dead pete, air pete does not like sour so he's crying like a little bitch over here that this and is this sour. one's very sour oh, and, <laughs> oh yeah. i also brought rinse that out i want to i want to talk oh yeah, oh, yeah. i want to talk sour. about sour batch because okay. this is like like a ongoing Thing. You've had Series. several iterations of this, sure has. and what? so has other breweries. What, what? Not mentioning any names. Yeah, right. uh, <laughs> who, who was the first? Great South Bay. <laughs> Wait, what? 
Wait, I call him, man. Yeah, I call him. Oh! Actually, didn't our buddy Paul Conrad win uh, Indie Craft Fest? Yeah, Indie yeah. Cast Fest. Indie Cast Fest. Fest. Yeah. Well, this yep. is one I of the. I saw the description. And I'm like, no. This is one of the first. No, beers I love Paul. Ever made. Yeah, this no. this literally was. <laughs> I was just glad me didn't. This win. was one of the first ten <laughs> beers that we've. Oh well, the Sour Bat Citra. Yeah, so this one. was this was one yeah. of the first beers we ever made. It's basically basically a dry hop kettle sour. So before people started making. Uh, Sour IPAs. Nobody made sours yeah, so long so at, at that point. So no, you guys. I I saw that as one of the first. Yeah, but we didn't call it a sour mm-hmm. IPA because it's it's that, basically that uh, lactobacillus. Uh, we use different, um, whether it be mixed fermentation or um, a kettle sour. Over the course of time, we've had to change the way we make it because of uh, increasing capacity and obviously trying to. Uh, progress the sour style uh, and increase our production of it but at the for the most part it's a very unique uh dry hop uh wheat ale where we sour it um post fermentation and basically uh try and infuse different flavors so basically we put uh, all different kinds of fruits all different kinds of hops and we try and pair the hops with the fruit so it's a it's a base beer and um, we basically put in a mixture of either lactose, hops, and fruit, just hops, or um, just hops and fruit. Well, I just like I'd that like, you guys put the pH on the bottom too. I'd yeah. like to add on to it that we we soured pre fermentation. Yeah, like the mix. Pre fermentation. I was gonna say the mix culture. <laughs> I was about to ask. No, the mix. Pre. Fer- you can't sour prose. No, no, yeah, the mix. Unless you're using wild. I would. Then that shouldn't yeah, be yeah, in the yeah, can. Yeah. I was but very interested about that. No, yeah. but the mix cultures are are mostly post fermentation. Yeah. The kettle sours are pre fermentation. Yeah. So it's it's a kettle sour. I mean that's yeah. where. Yeah. But yeah. but we have to do it differently now that we're making it on a larger scale. Uh, we actually tried to uh, install some innovative new technology in regards to our 10-barrel system. Baffles and putting CO2 in there. Sealing off the, the, you know. The, yep, the, the vent. The vent, yeah. and yeah. that totally didn't work. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, Especially and not, when not, you forgot it was in there. Not to, men- not to mention how long it takes to, like, you know, run 10 barrels of wort between, you know, Correct. the kettle, the, right. the heat exchanger, and then back into the kettle. Working. You know, you know, uh, to get it down to ninety degrees, so that was bullshit. Right. So now, <laughs> now we just send it right into the, you know, a sanitized vessel. And, yeah. And, and we, you know, we don't we, we kettle sour. We fermenter sour. Yeah, and it's it was it was a learning process over the course of time. Like it's very hard to take these smaller batches and and uh, scale them up. So you kind of got to do what you got to do, and whether it's double the amount of work, or it's you know, it, it is what it is. But if you want to make beers like this, there's a risk involved. Sure. But what I, was cool is that, like, you know, like you guys asked us where we got our original system from. It was, um, and Mark had mentioned it was uh, Urban Family. And, I, you know, I've been following them on Instagram. Make amazing sours. Yeah, yeah. They, oh, really? They, they really do. They amazing. really do. And then, you know, w- we adapted our approach to sours that way for a while. And then one day I just saw them, you know, post about some beer that they made. It was a sour, you know, like like bottled with peaches or something. But they explained their process and they explained that they also were pumping it directly into the fermenter, back into the kettle, you know, and then 
and I was like, you know, that's exactly what we were doing. So, you know, I realized that that's probably a great way to do it. And now I understand why the people like Portland Kettle Works sell literally, you know, um, kettle souring tanks. Yeah, oh, they, wow. they have a separate vessel. They have a separate vessel. So, like, usually we sour our beers over the weekend so that we don't lock up our production cycle. It doesn't lock up the, the, the kettle. But, sure. Oh, yeah. But a lot you of know, people have a separate vessel to sour the beer so. in. But it's really by any means necessary. I mean, in the beginning, Ben and I were very interested in sour beers. And we tried everything from sour mash to, you know, kettle sours to different temps. Cascade to apricot. Yeah, but basically Cascade was is, you know, barrel aged for nine months. Uh, and a lot of the traditional sour breweries do three years. They do a they do a five year and then they do a seven year and they blend them as a cuvee. So they'll have a lot more of the three, a lot less of the five and even less of the seven. And they'll use like different present percentages of those cu- like years to make up um, a very acidic sour beer. Because um, well, one, one, one of those blends is your body, one is the sour, one is the ABV. Right. Is, you know, yeah, you're getting um, the acidity from the, like, the five years. Exactly. You know, now, what is, what is the uh, turn time for you on a kettle sour? Or on a sour, I should say. Three weeks? Uh, well, to no, get to, I'm, no. sorry, I'm, talk, I'm talking about getting to your pH. pH, oh. um, two days. 16 hours. Yeah. Oh shit! Nice. All right, all right, there. What's your stop? P- what's your final? Stop uh, flexing your sour penis. So I like it. <laughs> <laughs> sour ra- the, It's the it's the rabbit foot. It's all right. a sour it's a rabbit, rabbit foot. Fo- rabbit foot. Who's okay. got the bigger rabbit foot Food. now? Who's no, got the bigger three point two, three three, three two. So so Chris likes in the three threes. I like like around three one six. Yeah, three one yeah. six so specific. Yeah. You're not gonna print that on the yeah. label. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I don't print pHs on the label. Yeah, fair but, uh, <laughs> well, they oh, do. Oh, I don't do the label. They do. John three one six. No, but you gotta realize that as you dry oh. hop and add fruit and other things, Wait, the just pH give me a new name for a beer. Comes up. <laughs> yeah. As you dry hop, you, Please like hops it. being acidic, you think that they would add Why? more to the pH. Hops actually bring up the yep. pH yep. of a of a sour. Now on this one specifically, I don't get overly pineapple. What was the 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 idea See, here? But I get it in the nose. Do you? I, I mean, I well, really get it yeah, right maybe. in the nose. Well, okay, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. They're all subtle flavors, so right. like the acidity comes through, and then all the hops, the fruit, and either the lactose or not, kind of uh, enhance the beer. Uh, but it's nothing that's gonna blow your blow your taste buds out. Like, yeah, we're not making a four fifty north. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we want something that's drinkable. That will blow your head off. They're they're not or explode on your shelf. Yes, I, I kill you with Never. I would say novelty beers. Novelty beers will blow your like mouth out. But you can only have one or two of them. Right. We want to so make beers that so. people can approach and maybe they buy a four pack of each and then they come back to this one and they have two or, you know, each night they might select a different one. So. And what uh, I like about this, it does not cave your head in. No. no. It's like, not overly. Yeah, it doesn't four, four and a half, I'll be, I'll Four and a half percent. I'll be honest, though. Like, you know, we added the same amount of fruit as we do in our tangerine and our, and our blueberry. There are certain fruits that just come through more. Right, you know, pound yeah. per gallon. Mm-hmm. But it has, know, to be, and, it has to be it has to be blended right. And and you and guys, you guys are using fruit, you guys are using puree. 
obviously. Yeah, yeah, Oregon fruit. Oregon fruit, know, yeah. yeah. Pre-pasteurized. As everybody fucking does. Yeah, exactly. Aseptic. Friggin- it pay out the ass. It tastes great, though. Yes, yeah. it does. But, but yeah, you know, it's the shipping that kills you. That's but but you can you can age beers on like natural fruit, but when it comes down to it, the risk factor is there. Oh. Um, unless you're using a fodry or folder. Uh, you really should in stainless use uh, pre-pasteurized uh, ingredients. So that what, what's the difference between in uh, aging the beer in wood versus stainless? Well, you get a, di- a whole another dynamic. I mean, when it comes down to it, uh, in a in a folder or fodry, you have to literally age it for at least. Three months, and also, also like with with wood, um, you know, the, the, the it mic- holds bugs. The micro, yeah, right. it holds right. bugs, and the micro oxidation levels like feed into things like Britannomyces, and um, and we've and, done and, beers like that. and pedio my whatever the pedio caucus, pedio the caucus, but the caucus. Also known as the rabbit's foot. But there's, <laughs> there's, 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 that's the best kind of uh, bacteria you can get. Is the caucus. The caucus. But there are certain bacteria that benefit better from, you know, in a wood environment with the micro, sure. um, okay. you know, ingress of oxygen, you know, that I hope to work with one day. I hope that we yeah we'll develop our our battle we'll program. But the I thing think is, we're gonna do it. The thing is, is like at the most part, we want to provide these sours on the shelf for people to drink on a daily basis, and it's not a lambic. It's not a traditional, you know, lambic sour. So we're providing this like quick alternative to these aged beers that take. They have a pipeline of one year, three years, five years, seven years. So when we get to that point and we're able to put away beers for that long of a period we'll have these dynamic exceptional sours that'll blow your mind but in the in the meantime we're gonna have these you know kettle sours that are different and changing and chicks, now, chicks dig them yeah yeah they do. now now right there and the little brune series yeah and up. we have we have an old brune which is kind the of sour like brown sour series. brown but it's also mm. kind of a quick american version of a, of a traditional style, so yeah, like we're it. trying like to take it. these traditional styles and bring them to the shelf for for the daily consumer. So, question: Nothing barrel aged yet. We've done several di- different barrel aged beers. We like have we a did. lot of barrel racks. I yeah. I remember <laughs> seeing those. That's well, what I'm asking. Well, I think I don't have a lot of barrels. <laughs> I don't even have a gun, let alone many guns, to necessitate. Listen, a lot when of you're racks. running out of beer, you got like. The beer yeah. that you make's gotta fucking go in the kegs. You know what I mean? Well, well, well we're thinking future now. Well, no, the future. Okay. No, the future will will definitely have a barrel program. Yeah. Obviously, through yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, we've yeah. dealt with and have had to uh, you know overcome in the past couple of years has been very difficult. Sure. Um. So that'll that is in the plan. We know we've made several different barrel aged beers. It's just. The, the ability to put away beer for uh, an extended period of time uh, with me and Ben being the only... Yes. It's, like, t- it's, t- it's tough to put out 10 barrels, like a whole batch of beer. Put and just say, ba- yeah, maybe next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and not but see, we'll get, and not we'll see get the there. return we'll on there. it. Yeah. And, and we'll get there, but honestly, we had a lot of barrels that we had to empty through the pandemic, and uh, they no. came out great. And we were fortunate that we were canning during that We time. emptied them into bottles and sold them. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we actually made a profit on yeah. something. We actually made well, money on that. We had, to, we had to do it. So, but it was ulti- probably my h- highest rated beer. Well, the uh, the, 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 sour, the Cabernet. 
No, the Sour Psychedelic, uh, number one, was a 12-month age mm. sour double IPA with Brett C. in uh, Cabernet wine barrels. So wow. that, that that was ridiculous, and people loved it. But we had to, you know, we we can do these beers. It's Aged just... on rabbit foot. Yeah. So. <laughs> and I'll be honest, a couple the, the, whole, the whole series started because that first one didn't fully ferment. So I put it into a barrel and just you added said, some bread. I'm fucking you know, you're letting and, that and, go now. Yeah. yeah. So Hail Mary. But I've done it. I've had a Dubco beer that was uh, at the Croxy's event, I believe, and it was a sonar. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, that barrel Brett, second, season, it's, right? it's a secondary Brett. fermentation in uh, Chardonnay barrels that with uh, Brett C and. Oh, I love so. It is one of my favorite yeah, beers. That was great. So Brett it's C similar. is one of my favorite. Very similar. Yeah. You oh, guys yeah. did a release of Sonar with uh, Billy from Nightmare, who did a collab with you at the same time. I remember getting yeah, we, both. Yeah, you because know, we did. You know, the uh, the night the science of nightmares was both sour. The first and second were sour saisons. Yeah. I'm still trying to get the next one, in, you know, because different <laughs> Ghostbuster on each label, but you know, it's yeah. like, you know, a whole <laughs> thing. I love it. Is it Igor? Well, no, it, it start. It start. It started with with. Uh, Bankman? No, no, Bankman. Spengler. Really? Yeah. Bankman. And then it went to uh, Stance. Ah, Stance mm. is right. So, yeah. Mm. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. A bunch of people are checking in on Instagram. I mean, I've kind of been pretty lazy on that. Uh, <laughs> you have. Yeah. Sorry, Long man. Beach, uh, Dan's been in, in Dan, around and you watching. you call Dan. Yeah. I, my buddy Nick from, uh, the man. from Queens is uh, checking in. Barn, uh, probably Brian from Barnshed saying, hey, what's up, guys? And, oh, and hey, you know up, what? Not, not for nothing, but... I think we should be hearing something any day with Dan oh. over at Long Beach. <laughs> oh, nice. But you remember last time we, we talked to him, yeah. Yeah. he was like, they were going to talk with the town. Recently, I was hoping. You know. <laughs> That's, I, I was too. <laughs> things, so, are, things are moving right along, I think. Yeah, so we, we already all drank the tribal cow. Mm-hmm. But I want to go back to that for a second because I have something for Steve. Oh, ah. it's bad, it's bad, it's bad. Oh. I know what it is. Holy cow. No, I know what it is. Is this, is this a new dildo? <laughs> Well, it's a furry Hopefully. one called the rabbit's foot. Called the rabbit's foot. It's, it's got its own remote control. I was going to say it's yeah. one of the remote control things. Bluetooth enabled. <laughs> Voice activated. Yeah. So I'm going to now tell you a little story about Here's Tribal Cow. Here's a story. All right. Send Steve to the netherworld. So a week oh. after Steve Is came down and we though? brewed together. Oh. Now, also, Steve was the first brewer I ever met. All right. Ever. 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 No, ever. seriously though, he was the first brewer I ever Fucking met. Jerk off, he Jenny. came into uh, a little oh, bar cool. that I used to work at. Hey, Whoa. look at that! Whoa. That's cool, bro. Very cool. So wow. now, if you look at the on the bag is it, is uh, whoa, 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 the bag on the bag that I just handed you. Let's not <laughs> let's not get too out of you know, Is the name I can't I, I I'm awful. It's my friend Kim. My neighbor who does yes. these custom these custom tumblers and whatnot. That's fucking cool looking. And, yeah. uh, and actually, it is. Because nope. well, I have I have to read it because I can't Steve see. Steve got to put his glasses yep. on. <laughs> BrightFuturesDesigns.com. There you go. And you can find her on Instagram. Yeah. And I don't Good know shout if out you guys can see that, but that is That's fucking, pretty fucking cool. You have it's uh, like it's like getting your car wrapped, but you're getting your tumbler wrapped. Camera exactly. camera two right Very there. Nice. And so right. no, I, I need to shout out to both her and to my assistant brewer Jimmy, who actually does our labels. Yeah, um, he was a graphic designer originally before he came to work in the back with us. The kid is just that thing. It, you know, nice. it you know between the work she does and the work he does and the labels, 
surrounded by a lot of talented people. So I'm going to say that is definitely something you're going to be bringing to uh, Blue Point Cast Fest. Oh. And having everyone fill up and sipping every beer with a straw. That, we'll be there. Like, look at that. Yeah. That yeah. Fucking and cool. fucking came out really nice. I love look a Look at that. Nice. Coffee every morning. Cut. So, <laughs> love it. So, you know. Thank you so much. My absolute I pleasure. So, oh. you know, Steve comes in. We brew together. And a week later, the day ah, that was posted, <laughs> officially posted about Travel Cal, not that his, you know, Picture of the mash tun manway. Hold on, I gotta put it up. There you go. Go ahead, keep going. Not that his picture of the mash tun manway was enough to get people blowing up his phone, Debco's everything, my phone. Um, <laughs> but so now a week later, I had stalled fermentation. Yeah. Oh, why? He got, he got scared. And no, well, not, <laughs> well, because now, now the day scared. I'm the Don't day I'm scared. now doing what I have to do, jumpstart fermentation to get the beer done and ready to be packaged. Is the day that it's posted. So now I'm seeing the like count on the post just go up and up, and my anxiety is going up and up. <laughs> and I'm thinking, all right, this the is supposed to be bringing back this favorite barrage beer, and everybody's gonna hate me. <laughs> <laughs> Lo and behold, you know, you know, I prayed to Nkasi, you know, the Egyptian god of beer, <laughs> and then everything worked out for the best, and uh, and here we are. Yes, but uh, and many, 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 many people were very, 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 very happy. Uh, as was I, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I will I will if anyone that's listening know Barrage is not open. They are not going to be open. Oh yeah, weren't you getting new likes we on are, Instagram? We are yes, bro. You know how many people were liking Barrage that is now it says closed permanently. Um, no, we are not open. We are not going to open. We're never going to reopen. But unless I, unless pop-ups. But he lives and, uh, on through the other breweries. Yes, yes. I do. And Barrage honestly, pop-ups, I, I, I live on through my friends. Yes. My brewery friends. Um, we are actually going to be in two weeks. I will be brewing a, a salt and fudgery. You fucking whore. Oh, You're yeah. Just a whore. Uh, San City, right? at, at San City South. Oh, my right. God. Delicious. And then, uh, of course... Um, everybody likes to jump on the bandwagon. Uh-huh. So my my boy Larry, mm-hmm. Larry yeah. from Spotify. Larry, Larry, oh, please l- tell me it's collaborator. No, oh. fuck you. <laughs> no, we, we actually spoke about that though. I'd love we, that. We spoke beer. we spoke about doing another a Bach, but he's like, well, you know, I'm gonna do something fucking big. I'm gonna do like thirty barrels like GSB, like yada 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 yada. So Ooh. maybe we do yada. Double yada, yada, yada. We're, we're brewing Tusk in uh, yeah, a month. Of, there yeah, you go. Soon. I think Steve should come back. Yeah, he'll be back. Yeah. I would like to. I, I'm really Just happy to about hang this out because and... that was delicious. So, yeah, was like good. I need more of that good. in and around my face hole. <laughs> you don't need <laughs> that, that hole specific. That held up that great. Yes. No other that hole. That held up really, really no, good. That was, that was, and, that's, and I wish I had a four pack. The head retention on that's it, why the legs on it. Hold on stuff. Yeah. Fantastic. That held up and aged really well. You know, we got some. Everybody's walking in the brewery, asked for dark beers, so we're trying to start. Yes. We have a, a pastry pusher series, it's called, and we. we <laughs> I'm sorry, I love that name. Yeah, so <laughs> the pastry pusher. We pushing the pastry. Yeah, so it's basically we did a s'mores beer with over 
like a thousand dollars worth of uh, marshmallow Fluff. ingredients. <laughs> you got, you got, like, which, oh, you too. Which, which? <laughs> remember, we talked about the yeah, fluff. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah no, we talked. I gotta wear jeans you, for the rest of the week to you make You did the sweet potato again. fluff yeah. beer, yeah. and then I asked what you about it. Fluffed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it's called. I wear shorts until like December, and marshmallow fluffing an Italian <laughs> man. <laughs> again, <laughs> the, again, was not this pleasant. Was, again, this was the time that John kind of helped me, you know. And I appreciate every time that I reach out to him that he really does give me great yeah. insight. And every time that I've ever asked him a question about John when you're, my compliment. When you need fluff, no, it's it's called you help your friends. Fluff, you help when you need fluff advice, you go to John. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but honestly, professional fluffer. I walked right into <laughs> it. When, when you need a little, fluffer. the door was wide open there for these comments. <laughs> no, this should have been gunshots right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Murder. <laughs> Anybody have eyes on the rails? Or are we just like... Yeah, but honestly... We've been off the rails for a while, brother. Yeah. That's the, the way the show goes. These, these beers are uncharted territory. So, like, as much feedback as you can get from people in the industry, you take what they My say right with, a, with a grain of salt, and then you try your best to make it work. I mean, Ben was telling me he can't get the fluff in, so I get I push him <laughs> aside, and I just start... You know, yes. that fast right up in. And, and he got the last scoop of fluff in right before the whirlpool right, i mean like exactly. it, it couldn't have been like you know but that's 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 where the fun comes in we only yes. do these brews like once a year and like if you're in the mix of like brewing the same beers that you're just trying to produce for the brewery the like this the one beer that you're gonna make a year that's like insane for cans and draft like it's it. it's a lot of fun for us, and we, we you yeah. almost break the system every time. Yeah, but yeah. It, it's it's that's what we live for. It's like that one day where we can break out of the norm, make a special beer that people really will get a kick out of, and then we we try and re- reproduce it for the following year, or we make something different and tailor it a little bit. But that's where we get the kick out of of the day to day. You get out of the norm, and you just kind of just. Go for go for the gold. Go. Speaking of yeah. breaking out of the norm, so are you guys are going to be at Blue Point Cast Festival? Yes, sir. Yeah. I just I just oh, filled a cast. Fucking course today. you are. Today. I, just fi- I just filled one of our casts today. So what what nice. do you what's the plan? Don't give me all the secrets. Give we me have two two casks planned. The okay. um, one's a ten gallon, one's a five. We're gonna do okay. a, we're gonna do a ten gallon cask of okay. our Turning Tides IPA. Turning double IPA. Double dry hop. I've yet to decide what I'm gonna do with that. But um, I had a little fun today mm-hmm. with our blue uh, with our um uh. Blueberry, Blueberry, Blueberry sour. Yes. Um, I went with a cobbler approach. Um, we Ooh, we yeah. did um. Blueberry cobbler. Oh, we be cobbling. I did. I was some, just gonna say, who does a cobbler? I did some uh, uh, coconut, vanilla, and a little bit of um, cinnamon. Mm. You know, to add on the already like you know the acidity, and, and the heaviness of the blueberry, and, and especially this year it's in November. Yeah, Exa- yeah, exactly. So we're now we're heading towards yeah, the so holidays. Yeah. So I wanted you to be drinking a sweet pie, awesome, nothing uh, but pie. Yeah, you know, right at the year, the time of the year that you want it. You nice. Know, so, John, you guys got you guys going to be there? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. What what have you prepared? I am working on the first farmhouse I've ever designed. Oh, oh shit. That we've designed together. As shit is going down. And that's all Fucking I'm going to say. Fucking blue point. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I, I wish I'm I had very, that reggaeton I'm, horn. I'm very, I'm very <laughs> excited. <laughs> I don't know. I have a whole other sounder board that was so, perfect. but Right now, to keep the sours going, 
Yeah. Yeah. Hell Who's yeah. got a ball over? Because I'm unprepared. Yeah, I hate to say. I'll get it. No, no, like bring it down. Bring it down. So, so, it. so good. I, I have to bring show off my up. one and only trick that I learned hey, 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 as a bartender. So it's, this is. Uh, look at the dirtiness on Yeah, there's some dirt on there. It's a dirty girl. All right, here it is. Ready? Over. Not over the board. Done. Oh, shit. He did so it. That's down. called the Rogeron. That is correct. It's a 6.5%. It was a kettle sour. No, no. I, you, you pour. I, I'll, I'll take the last of it. I'll take the sediment. <laughs> Go ahead. A kettle sour that was Quebec fermented <laughs> yes. in about three days at about 100 degrees. To really dr- oh yeah, there's love going on. If, on the I'm, couch. Do, if I'm using Quebec, I'm going full. Kevin's board. wife just told him bam, to Uber bam, bam. home. <laughs> <laughs> She's you, watching. You, you so. came in one car, right? So you, got, you came in one car? No, I, I'm Ubering home. Oh, boy, all right, fair enough. <laughs> but so this was aged in rye whiskey barrels sourced from Long Island Spirits Ooh. for oh. about nine months. So then, yes, and Kevin, then, you are taking Uber home. And then <laughs> yes, it was Uber conditioned. Home. I hope on so. Amateur hour over here. Tangerine. Yep. Pineapple oh, and amarena cherries. All, all oh the goods. Oh, my God. So that, the whole point of this is to make a whiskey sour as a beer. Oh, balls. I, I'm, I'm going to have to that touch sounds that. sounds incredible. i got to finish my sour, though, first. Uh, so um, Blue Point Cast Festival. Yep. I, I, I want to just sit on that for a minute. What is the significance for you guys for that festival? What 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 has really been the, the, the uh, approach for what you guys are brewing, what you guys are doing. For me, I really have, not. John, take okay. it away. No, John, so, take it away, John. So for Go me, ahead. it's always been you know taking taking something a little normal and then maybe twisting it on its head. But at the end right. of the day, it's it's really just about I'm going to brew something that I hope people are going to just enjoy the crap out of. Mm. But more importantly, I'm going to get to see people like Ben and you know mm. back in the day when Barrage was open and Steve like the brewers you don't get to see very much. Because we're all too busy working. Yes. And we yeah. keep in touch throughout, you know, the day, the week, through the time, you know, and it's nice to be able to finally see each other and, you yeah, know. because, you know, like, people always ask, like, you know, isn't this brewery or that brewery your competition? And and I think I speak no. for all of us. It's, no, the macro breweries, yeah. that, that's who we're all... Yeah, working against. See, against. Now here's yeah. here's the now this is what I've always um, not had a problem with, but so from day one when Blue Point started doing their their cast fest, which I remember was in the back of Old River. Mm-hmm. Um, Love that place, by the and, way. Yes, shout out I to Pete Cotter. Yes, Mr. Mr. Cotter. Pete and Cotter, I'll tell you, hell yeah. I miss throwing up at the Blue Point <laughs> train station. He's been, <laughs> Mr. Bruford. He's been by the tasting room a few times. He's, so he's a good guy. Is a bar so probably in Maui right now. We, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know, why not? Uh, I would be we for would, millions of dollars. Yes, you would. Thanks, Annie. <laughs> we would we would do this festival, and then all of a sudden, you know, we we all know um, it, they sold to uh, InBev, and uh, then a whole bunch of brewers got real uppity and and said, "Fuck these guys! We're doing our own little cast festival. <laughs> they're big. They're big business. Fuck you." Fuck your mother. Fuck everything. And the yeah. mine specifically, uh, or well, that a, that's or a great idea, and, and I'm glad oh. that it happened. And, and we want. Well, to no, them. there was a, before that. Before that yep. festival, there was another one that was mm-hmm. at the old um, hops. Um, Hoptron. Hoptron. Yes. And and uh, rest uh, in peace. Yeah, yeah place. man, that was yeah, a great place. John, don't you dare pour a little bit out for them. <laughs> I was pouring that into my mouth. I, 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 I missed that place so much. That, that was um, I, I really great did place, too. Great place. But, you know, yes, they, they're owned by InBev. 
but the people that work there, mm-hmm. those are my friends. Yep. Yeah. I still have a fucking shit ton of friends that work there. And, and the thing is, they're all willing to, like, I, I know I did before I, I closed. I was sending samples to them, and they were testing the samples for oh, me yeah. for free. Oh, yeah. Not fucking charging me for free. You know what? Um, yeah, they're big business, and yes, they, they have a tap handle that maybe could have been my tap handle. <laughs> um, but um, at the end of the day, it's the people that actually work for them right. that are that are really cool. And oh, yeah. and I even have more friends now that, that actually work for them. So for me to do this festival, we're, we're going to be there, and we're, we're going to interview all the brewers there. I just think it's a, a chance for all the brewers on Long Island to showcase what they can fucking do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So on, Steve, on something well, that's a, a, a cask living, is a rare living thing. Living beer, living beer. Yes. Steve, as, as the Thank new head you. brewer for Blue Point Brewing. Oh, well, what, yes, what, since what, I was. What cask are you? Yes. <laughs> well, we have, what cask are you preparing? Well, we got about 14 to <laughs> 15 of uh, those different ones. Um, 40, 40 barrel tanks. But we were at the last official cask fest at their original location, and it was a great time. I mean, yeah. you do have to... Venture into Patchogue and have some barbecue after the event. Yeah, she did. Oh, yeah. Just wait it out. You know, barbecue, but, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Barbecue, oh, yeah. maybe. The, the last year after uh, Cast Fest, that's, uh, where, that's where we went We hid out for three hours to sober <laughs> up. And, uh, <laughs> but then you go there and they have like a beer selection. You're yeah, like, no. Uh, or whiskey. And no, like, no, <laughs> we just ate barbecue and sobered up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm interested this year since it's later and it's probably going to be cooler. I'm wondering if they're going to have some big heated tents. That's what I'm wondering. Maybe. Ooh. We'll it got see. cold today, well, we I'll tell you what. We shall see. Bro, it was 50-something today. I did not. Did I they announce like, any... Because uh, they had some New really Yorker. good music uh, over the years. Over the years. Yeah. Real yeah. Big Fish came and played and yeah. I would lose did my mind. Did they really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah, yeah. A couple of years ago. Right before the pandemic, that yeah. cast fest before that, they had some good, and 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 Real Big Fish went around and did like a, a brewery tour yep. that day or the day before, and was going around and and just peddling their wares and of course uh, doing their beer thing and as, as they do, their big uh, brewery fans. So for for the the entire knowing, island, knowing them. Yeah. I mean, they have a song that's appropriate. I was to just going to say, absolutely. That's how yeah. we start our show almost every day, right? Yes, we do. Derp. The 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 idea of what they're doing to promote Long Island breweries, Blue Point has has sold out in a way, but at the same time, given back to their community, their grassroots, where they grew up. Correct. And, and what's what's very interesting too is, so I'm friendly with both ex owners. Yes, Mark Bruford, Pete Cotter, two different dudes. Like, like one eighty different. Mm-hmm. One is all about the brewery. The other one is I hate that brewery so much, <laughs> and it is amazing. And 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 one, I will run into him and he's playing harmonica in a band, in a bar. Are we in talking Patrick. about Pete? Yeah, bro. Yep. Yeah. Playing playing in in a band playing harmonica in in, in like such your, uh, uh great south great, great south, south bar. bar. Yeah, hanging out and we're drinking fucking beers, and then the other one is like, I don't know, we got this, we're doing this wonderful thing with all the beer and everything. <laughs> it's gonna be so, and great. it's just so amazing how how it started out. Yeah, where these guys and and do they not speak anymore? I I take it. You know, I don't know, and I, I don't want to. It doesn't uh, matter when you're a millionaire. Who, who cares? Well, <laughs> who you're inviting to your Christmas party? Not we, the we don't. We don't. Money's well, not the, the thing. The, the thing is, we don't isn't. know. We but don't money's know. Nice. Money's nice. I mean. Uh, but they, it's not the money. You're right. I, I will say the though, amount that, of money that was spent, we don't know what was theirs. Right. Right. I right, mean, they right. had 
obviously bills. They had debt. Yeah. You know, because yeah. they tried to go bigger and bigger and bigger. Right. So we don't know what they got. You know what? Their name is still alive. They, they did put Long Island on the map. They did. Yeah. And, and, and I they will say to this did. point truly, that, truly. Um, you know, Pete Cotter is still great friends with Jim McCune. Yes. Who, who yeah. did our labels. And he has brought him through before. And it was really Refreshing. important for me and Mark to see somebody like Pete Cotter come by the brewery. You know, great whether guy. or not he was just because yep. friends with Jim McCune or not. You know, but he came by, saw what we, what we were doing, and, and told the story of how they started. And it was yeah, very man. similar, but at the end of the day, life uh, life is tough, and they they got to a point where yes, there was a pivotal choice to make, and they were in many different states. And when you get that big, uh, you know, it becomes a point where you you decide one way or another. But at the you same time, all in or all out. Yeah, exactly. But if someone wants to write you a huge fucking check. And be like, you could, you could, I re- I'll take it. I remember <laughs> you, could, you could walk away, you could walk away with, you know. I remember going to Mr. Fadley's in Patchog. We, a whole bunch of us would hang out. And they, that was where I first really drank like craft beer and had these old brass taps that had fruit flies around them. But they were, they were pouring like Sam Smith's and shit oh, like wow. that. And Samuel Smith is good beer, yeah. bro. Yeah. Their oatmeal, their oatmeal, 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 oatmeal stout is one of the best oatmeal stouts of all time. Hands down. Come Nicholas. on, please. I, Hands down. Taddy Porter, also Jerry Garcia's favorite beer, uh, uh, worth mentioning. Jerry Garcia. So, man. so they would be, they, they would hang out there, and they would be like, you know, we should open a fucking brewery. Yeah, they and bought, and they, we all were just drunks. <laughs> Young drunks, Hell yeah. but they actually turned around and yeah, said, they, they, did. And they listen, did it. They fucking did How it. How happy can you possibly be for those guys? I mean, Pete Cotter. Of course. Uh, like we work with JT's Farmhouse, right? And every time oh my now God. and again, that place, that place is, great. is so great. It's amazing. And every time I'll like every now and again check in with Pete, like, hey, Pete, how's it going? He's like, oh, geez, I'm in the Maldives. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> sorry to bother you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My bad. But, Must but, be nice. But, but, Sorry, guys. But, but he's, he's also, as you were. He's also told the stories about how they put together a brew house with brick yes. by brick. Yes. That yes. They, that they've got from Germany. Right. And cool so, to hear the story behind that. So, yeah. so Absolutely. It's very, you know, uh, telling that, like, these guys didn't. A painter doesn't paint because he thinks he's going to get rich. It doesn't fall into their lap. A poet either. doesn't write because he thinks he's going to get rich. John? You do you do your job. <laughs> You're a poet. You, you'd be doing it I've whether it. you're making money or not. Yep. So, right. like... To say like, oh, I want to brew beer. If you're not already brewing beer, like, what's what's the issue? Like, you gotta love what you do, do it on a daily basis, whether you're making money or not. And if it if your and profession comes of it, it comes of it. And what and what I'm doing to all these brewers that have decided to brew my own beers is showing them how you don't make money <laughs> because of the ex- or, no because the expense of brewing those fucking beers. Yes, or he fucks with you on brew day. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, as, yeah, as oh, I'm he, standing he on the does. brew deck, he's like, "So you did the rye malt?" I was like, "What?" Oh yeah, that was a good one. Because he was just wandering around the brewery looking at bags of malt, and now I'm pulling up my phone to what he texted me <laughs> and trying to be like, "Oh my god, you did the right, you did write a rye malt on there." You did the rye malt edition, right? And he's like, "Or he pokes you in the ass." <laughs> well, for the same reason, the rabbit foot, the rabbit foot, <laughs> it's the rabbit foot, bro. You touch my ass. Another throwback. Come on, call us back. <laughs> It's the rabbit foot. <laughs> you, not, not for nothing. What have we learned tonight, guys? You, not for nothing. There needs to be 
a collaboration between this in here yes. called the Rabbit Foot. Yes, you do realize <laughs> that. <laughs> you do realize. Yeah, I mean, that. but it's gonna have to have Raymond. I'm so sorry to everybody who's listening. It, <laughs> everybody in here. Every person in this room. Needs to either go to Dubco or Garvey's, and this right. beer needs to be made. Twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two is oh. rabbit's, rabbit's foot, foot goose. <laughs> rabbit's foot goose. There will be an actual rabbit foot inside. The oh no! We just throw a whole rabbit rabbit's in there. Rabbit's foot the goose. Foot. I heard circumcisions with a brand new adjunct. Oh, oh my well, god. <laughs> I took it that far. Excuse me? Oh, yes. my oh, God. God. Oh, my Lord. That escalated very quickly. Yes, and with that said, I want to give you guys... nibs and foreskin. <laughs> and now we're talking. Cacao nibs and foreskin. Cacao nibs and foreskin. Maybe it's time to wrap up the show. Yeah. Oh, my God. And with that said, we want to give you guys an opportunity to get promote everything about the brewery. Mark, we'll start with you. Give us the big plug. Give us uh, everything uh, that people need to know. How to get in touch how to find the beer, how to get through everything that they need to know for Garvey's. So you can go to our website, garveyswainbrewery.com. We have uh, Instagram, garveyswainbrewery. We're oh, literally making beers every other week. Every, every day. Every No, I mean day. releasing every other week. So there you go. if you come down to the brewery, you're not going to see the same beers on tap that you saw last week. We have um, three to four different beers uh, being canned every other week. So... You can find us on shelves, um, whether it be your local beverage store, at our tasting room, um, and we're expanding into a brand new brewery restaurant next year in 2022 in the spring, Yeah, right in Garvey's Point. It's going to be one of the uh, premier locations on Long Island. Where now, now your, your family is going to be running the restaurant part? Yeah, so my awesome. my family and the food does food is good. Yeah, real catering good. catering hall. <laughs> food is catering real hall restaurant good. in Bayville called the Crescent Beach Club. Mm. We're gonna basically okay. now for nothing. I was just there for a wedding. Oh, you were. I was so fucking impressed. Good. I'm good. not even joking. It's the only place you can get married on the beach on Long yes. Island. Woo! And yes, like they plant Saint Lucia. They plant palm trees in the, yes. in the summer. Yes, they do, in bro. New York. But, uh, you know, they're, they're looking to diversify and kind of have a non-seasonal location. And uh, their food is amazing. The staff is great. Uh, they, you know, develop great uh, menus and cocktail menus. So they're in collaboration with us. We're going to run the new uh, restaurant brewery uh, right in Garvey's Point. And if and you've come, you know, to terms with the, the quality of the restaurant that you know, the Crescent Beach Club provides, which many people and, are accustomed to. And not only that's that, what but you could expect from the beer. The, the food was fantastic, but now that you have beer that you can actually pair with shit. It's right. It's going to be Yeah, amazing. that's awesome. And, and, sure. and, and I'm having very a, a lot of fun, you know, talking with the manager there and, you know, and planning beer. We just beer did an Oktoberfest Now, your, Sunday, your, your family is big fishermen. Uh, yep. Yeah. Well, my parents having their boats right across from Garvey's Point, they were the ones that, you know, kind of always looked at our location and said that was the place that you should, you know, you should start have boat the slips. But uh, no, honestly, honestly, <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be amazing. If you come down, you can get just general taste of food. You can go into the restaurant, you can go into the beer garden. 
We're going to have a raw bar outside. Jesus we're Christ. Have, I'm in. Yeah, the food that's going to be. Private, private event space. You, there's a 20-foot window into the brewing space. So every day when Ben and I are making beers, you can come in, have a beer. Eat a Watch them touch their burger. rabbit foot. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. We're going to be. No, so. finally you can't. I'll, I'll actually be <laughs> No one's touching the rabbit foot at the brewery. All right? <laughs> no touching the rabbit foot. This is our place what, of business. What I do in the bathroom is none of your business. Exactly. The rabbit foot is touching at the wart and in the bathroom. <laughs> Ded- is a stall dedicated to the word <laughs> with a little rabbit's foot it, hanging it, on the top of the stall. It's going to be amazing. So you you guys got to come down for yes. the uh, spring 2022 Ooh. launch of the Garvey's Point Brewery expansion. Uh, check out the new facility. Drink some of the new beers. And, um, you know, we're here to stay. I'm fucking so psyched for that. Yeah. I really am. It really is. I mean, it's now it's you guys... Should have been a destination. Now right. it's really going to be a fucking destination. Yeah, and then yes. and then you know, as people come for food, and then they drink the beer. Like, well, you know, we've been this missing new this the location. Whole time. We'll add that. It'll, we'll doubt. add that. Without people doubt. are always like, you know, it's out of the way, and it is for a lot of Long Island. But I mean, it's such a destination. People drive to Treehouse. People drive to all these places. Where the, the fuck Warwick. you going? Three Where hours. You, you going? Got you got thirty minutes right yeah, here. Thirty yeah. minutes. You know, and I always like Mark always says that it's like the end of the earth to some people, and I always say like, yeah, if you reach the ice wall, you went a little too. Far, but <laughs> but hey, know, right there. Hey, flat earth boy. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Easy Kyrie Irving. <laughs> I was more of a Game of Thrones reference, but yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, get vaccinated and play fucking basketball, please. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Ooh, you went there. You fucking wow. went there. Well, I'm just saying. The He's nets. getting paid millions of dollars. What have I done? Just get it he, he actually is. I wish I played basketball. I would have I would have been playing tomorrow. Sure. Uh, guys, I want to really thank John. Give me, give me the big plug for uh, Dubco. Yeah. Well, one of the one of the great things I can talk about is that uh, as of this week, we're going distribution, and you'll be able to find us across the island much more easily. Uh, we'll be with Claire Rose, and oh. um, and, and what about there's something going on up in Warwick? Mm. Uh, my head's in the kettle. I don't know what goes uh, on. Fair outside. enough. Same here. Well, well, so. as, Chris as, is there a lot. Head in the kettle. As, as the I've kettle. been told, mm. they are opening up a Ooh. tasting room, mm. a farm. Mm. It's a farm, like it's a farm. It's a farm. Um, and they're opening up a tasting room up well, in Warwick, f- New York. No, and, are, um, is the farm going to have rabbits? They probably will have rabbits, <laughs> and we know what, what happens to rabbits. <laughs> you touch their furry little paws. Um, wow. No, and 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 I know these guys are. Uh, I know I'm uh, talking to Chris. He's been fucking killing himself up there, trying to get this tasting room ready. Um, and so then, besides the beer being distributed here on the island, it'll be distributed more so upstate New York, New and you'll York have statewide. another another place to go to. Yes, once you leave the city. Um, and, and you will get that delicious we'll dustation unknown beer. Mm. Ready. John, anything else? We're going. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> keep uh, on keeping John, on. John, yes. you, you, you have something special that you, if, I don't know how much you have left of it, but Gustavo. your book that you wrote. Oh, I, I mean, I did self-publish a book of poetry this year called uh, Thoughts from the Brew Deck. Yes. Very Ooh. cool. So... Which me and Kevin have also been inspired by. Yes, we, we, we've definitely been inspired by that. We've yeah. talked. Well, thank you. About uh, I mean, I, I got to say, within my local friend, my my immediate friends and family, and the industry, the reception of a passion project of that magnitude, um, the reception has been amazing. Yeah. Um, 
and for somebody like myself who who does not do well with the limelight mm. <laughs> it's been an interesting experience because i did a poetry reading at the brewery back in june and yeah. i only had like three minor anxiety attacks during the day and <laughs> i've only had like 15 beers before the event <sighs> that's it you know and then after went and Pretty drank standard. bourbon that heavily reasonable should have went 16 no it was the bourbon <laughs> after that was unreasonable because <laughs> i drank like about a half a bottle of like woodford so you know hell yeah didn't need that the next john, day was john enjoys his whiskey <laughs> he sure does. I yeah. did. Yeah. I do. From what well, I can you know, people, people don't understand. I don't drink beer at home. It's taking work home. Yeah. Yep. It's taking work home. That's what the wife Fair. always tell you. Yeah. You know? so <laughs> don't bring despite, your work back despite here. Despite all your trials and tribulations, everything's coming up Frayoli. Yeah. Oh, Am I right? Yeah. Look at that. Somebody reads my hashtags. Thank you. Oh. Listen, you <laughs> no, he reads out. all of them. Trust me. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> Yeah, you, yada, you, yada, you, yada. you try to put that uh, you try to put that <laughs> mantra out into the universe and, and uh, it's there and Here roll it with it. You know, I love it. Um, inside the brewery and outside the brewery, I am very, 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 very fortunate to say I have a lot of support. That's awesome. And from ownership down, through friends I've had for a year, through friends I've had for twenty years, and so on. So to be able to say that is a is a, a blessing. And, and you it. make good beer. Um, thank you. Yeah. No, honestly. And he has been around the industry and has done great things and continues to do great and, things. And and answers every question that I've ever asked him. <laughs> you, you know, Remarkable. you know, uh, how, how do I, you know, see He I did pe- say to me early and today. And nobody wants to talk to Ben. So. Ha, ha, how <laughs> do I oh, Come on now. It's your real friend over yes, here. He does. <laughs> my. How do I CIP my brand new 20 barrel fermenter? He goes 20 years. John right John is very room. proud of his CIP setup. I right? actually I am. And his I foam am. machine. There's many ways to <laughs> skin He loves foam in his brewery. To skin a cat. Yeah, sure is. There you go. Hey, my car or my apartment may look like a disaster. My brew house and my fermenters, immaculate. <laughs> and that's how it should be. And you know, and going back to Ivan for a second, you know, he what he says, I say the same thing. If I do better, we all do better. And that's the point. Beer is for everybody. Right. It's for every walk of life, whatever you refer to yourself at, it's for everybody. It's something we're all supposed to enjoy. So if I can say something with Ben and Mark or Kevin or Steve or whoever and they can do better, and vice versa, because I ask for I ask for opinions on shit all the time. Then we all do better, That's you know, it. because at the end of the day, it's it's the big the bi- yeah the big machines that keep on spinning. That somebody's just walking in front of a computer and hitting a button three hours after it started. That that you know what I lo- what I love about the industry, and it and it goes the same thing for look at look at Patchock, the revival of Patchock. All right, look at the restaurants, the bars breweries whatever people want to know the person making what they're consuming right and it's an honor and a pleasure to be known for that and i think i can say that for and all be of us associated in this room. with the with the society that long island exactly has because you know it, it's 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 and that pod, small and the podcasts that have us on absolutely like when it when it really comes down to it like the people that are watching tonight they can get a little tidbit and they're probably making uh, just as amazing beers in their comfort of their own home yeah. Yeah. and the little tidbit with of beer maker <laughs> beer. Yeah, there's that plug <laughs> but, but, but you know like and Rosie's drip so I've referred Rosie's to a lot of customers so me yeah. too they're very good to be part of this community Nick, yeah, it's, it's an awesome. honor. Right. It's an I honor. Agree. I agree. It's an absolute honor, and I feel super cool. <laughs> <laughs> be, be part of the, the big machine, but that that big machine is is delivered to the small people, the people that really enjoy this industry, the people that really enjoy. 
this community that yeah. we've set up here on Long Island. It's something that's bigger than any one of us. Right. Yeah. Correct. And that's big. I mean, that's that's tremendous. I just want to talk about one thing about that I love about the tasting room at Dubco real quick. Mm. So from when I was a bar stool to now to then assistant brewer to then now as the guy running the show on the day to day, you know, because thankfully I have a boss that has given me the freedom to experiment and trust me with this. Mm. But to see all the people that I've met here, there, and everywhere across the time frame become friends to the point where we hang out outside of the brewery. Oh, yeah. You, you, you can't put a price point on that. And it's a beautiful thing. Money is not the motive. No. It's true. I mean, right. it, it really see, fucking helps that. that it's nice. It helps with stuff. And that's it really that's, helps with that, things. That is, that is bills, one thing that we've brought in from this whole development that is Garvey's point. You know, um, one day, you know, like as these, all these people move in, you see somebody who's like a new face one day and you're like, you know, that's great. And then three weeks later and beyond that, they are a regular. regular. Yeah. They are there every freaking <laughs> every day. Every day. And the next thing you know, they're friends with another regular. Right. And another yeah, regular. yeah. And so know, on and so yeah. forth. And to watch um, that grow. It's a it's beautiful community. thing. That is exactly. straight up right. community. And, and, and that's what we all strive for. Yes. Right. And, that, and that is what <laughs> local beer is all about. Right. Hell yeah. Summon the demons of, of the craft beer world. Ah, <laughs> woo! <laughs> my oh my. Gentlemen, I really appreciate you guys being in here today. This has been fucking beyond a blast. A lot of fun. Uh, great mixture of uh, personalities and good times. Uh, and the beer Top notch. Yes, I mean, if, if you want to put a uh, a lid on Long Island breweries, the two of you guys have capped exactly what needs to be capped here on Long Island. And so you got a pair of together. socks out of the deal. Yeah, I really. <laughs> uh, I appreciate socks. that, man. I put, I, I put my life into this. So I really appreciate that. This th- so drink I, it up. I will wear these out of here if I need to, and I wear high socks all the time. That's my. This MO. absolutely will be part of my <laughs> repertoire for sure. <laughs> and I have shoes that'll go along with that perfectly. So. It's, Great. Let's go. go. So Thank you very much for being on the show. Thanks for uh, having us. Thank this you. has been awesome. You guys can check out the podcast version of the show. Uh, go to Spotify or iTunes and, uh, of course, uh, YouTube, where the show will be up in full audio and video format. And, uh, guys, thanks a lot. Yes. It's been awesome. Thank you. Golf thank you. Class. Thank you. Thank Golf you. Club. Thank you very Let's much to Mark, to Kevin, to Ben, and to John from Dubco. This is the word with Mike, Pete, and Steve. Steve, something before we get out of here. Some, uh, I love both of these guys. Here. Um, <laughs> make, make, make sure you shave your rabbit foot. Yes. It's very important. Peter? I had a while. Don't forget to have your pet spayed or neutered. This is the word with Mike. Unless it's a rabbit. Unless it's a rabbit. Unless it's a rabbit. This is the word with Mike, Pete, and Steve, GovsRadio.com, and we out of here. Well, that's two hours of your life that you'll never get back. Are you kidding me? Please hang up and try again. This has been the words on Govs Radio. I hope you're drunk enough.